What's up, bench warmers? Episode 61 of the Far End of the Bench podcast with Jimmy Pilato and Nico Bryant. We have tons of news and recaps to get to. It was a crazy weekend in both college and NFL football. Plus, we have to talk about some uh, interesting betting choices when it comes to the baseball playoffs, but we'll get into all of that. Uh, we start by uh, my my brother. I'm getting him fan base applications. That's what the center of attention is about, so we'll hear about that Real quickly, before we get to that, be sure to check out our sponsor, MyBookie.ag. Use our promo code BENCH to double your first deposit. It's the easiest way to double your money and get in on the action with MyBookie. We love working with them. It's been great betting with them the past few weeks. Be sure to follow us on our social media, at Pod, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Far End of the Bench. We have a new series starting this Friday with our top 10 college football rankings that we'll start doing each week throughout the college football season. Before we get to our big pick'em show, because that was a big hit last year so we're definitely going to do that again this year uh so be sure to follow us on your favorite podcasting platform and subscribe on our youtube channel nico uh i uh i, I had such a degenerate that i lost a bet before i even woke up dude the yankees are dead and so is new york sports new york sports is dead deader than dirt trey young owns that city and the only championship they have is in the cross baby new york new york Bench warmers, listen. We got to talk about the team that's playing in New Jersey. So I'm going to come to you with my hat in my hands, and I need to ask for your help. Because after what I just went through this past weekend, betting on the New York Jets to win the game, and having to actually feel like a fan during the game, I need to get my brother out of that situation. I thought it used to be cute. I used to think it was fun to make fun of him. No, it's a crappy situation. As a football fan, I don't wish that on anybody. So we are, uh, this is my long, drawn-out way of saying, bench warmers and football fans, we are accepting fan applications for my brother Nick. Uh, you can tag at FEOTB pod or at Dago Express. Tell us why your fan base, why Dom should join your fan base and become a fan of your team. He'll jump on the full bandwagon full bore. I promise you that. He's the most optimistic guy out there. So if there's anybody you want in your fan base, when times are tough, things might not be going well, he'll be your ray of sunshine, I promise you. But with that being said, I'm going to start out since I'm in my new white Borough Jersey, shout out Bree. Thank you for my birthday present because I'm turning 24 on Friday and I'm an, old, I'm an old fart. I'm going to start by giving you the pitch for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do we have a franchise quarterback? Yes. Do you have that in New York? No. Have you had that since the butt fumble? No. We have a franchise quarterback. Our receiving core is sick. I can only name one receiver on the New York Jets, and that is Corey Davis. That's only because he used to play in Tennessee, and he's a gigantic receiver. He's like 6'6". It's insane. He should get off the field. Anyways, we have a sick receiving core. Jamar Chase is special. Tyler Boyd is special. I don't know. T. Higgins is good, better than average, but we'll see what happens with him. Our offensive line play may not be better than yours, but we have Joe Mixon in the backfield. And it has been a while since the New York Jets have had a running back who actually cared about how he played in the game. So all I'm saying is if you want to cheer and root for a team with one of the highest ceilings that's as young as possible in the NFL so far today, be sure to be excuse me, a fan 
of the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if that's going to help or hurt the pitch. It might help it with Dom. Um, but anyways, now let's get into, uh, before we get into the episode, be sure to sign up at mybookie.ag and use our promo code BENCH to double your first deposit. I already lost money betting on the Jets. If you're going to bet on the Jets, be sure to use our promo code BENCH. That way you have more of it so you're not wasting all of your money by betting on the team that plays out in New Jersey. Let's get into episode 61 of the podcast. This episode of The Far End of the Bench with Jimmy Pilato and Nico Bryant is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code BENCH, B-E-N-C-H, when you sign up and earn double your first deposit up to $1,000 with MyBookie.ag, promo code BENCH. Oh, it sucks to be New York. Shout out to your Yankees. Shout out the Jets. That that town has had the first. It's the first time in I don't know how long. Ten years. That no 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 that that uh, that a uh, 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 what's it, a century not a century what what is it wins ten years a decade decade there we go a decade did not have a single New York championship which is also false actually because the New York Lizards the lacrosse team won a championship back in sixteen major, so major sports major sports organization in New York Real sports, did not, not win sports. a championship or even contend for a championship in a decade. NCL- NLCS in 2017. Don't forget that. We were a game away from being in the World Series and we would have whooped the Dodgers that season. <laughs> okay, you tell yourself, but it sucks to be New York. Uh, it's oh, been, it sucks to be New York. Yeah, it's going through a little bit of a lull. I'll, I'll give a you A little that. bit? Well, I know. <laughs> a little bit. I know, and trust me, the I, I'm a diehard listener. Pardon my take. I've said that before. Uh, no free, no free shout outs. Pardon my take, but uh, with the Cuomo stuff and then them doing the "Are you a pervert or are you, are you Italian?" and now like we're recording this on Indigenous Peoples Day, formerly known as Col- Christopher Columbus Day, all of that ro- rolled into one. It, New York is New York. New York and is down bad. Are, like, down, they are yeah. down bad. It it, it ain't good. Uh, I look like a big idiot. I said I could, so I put my. I got in front of it, but I said last week I put money on the Yankees to win the uh, ALCS <laughs> before the playoffs even started. They lost in the wild card game. We recorded that before they even lost. I think yeah, I think they lost before we finished recording, which beautiful. Absolutely, you, you love beautiful. it. You love to see it. I just wish SBV was paying attention because I tweeted it out and I was like, please pick this up, please pick this up. No, he didn't, but that was bad. Uh, that was one of my very, very this was the best. weekend I had to text you. I was like, listen, you can always bet your way out of a slump, right? And your response, you're either hot or you're due, <laughs> which is why I'm going to have a, that's why that's why I put a limit on myself is how much money I can deposit each month. But we have uh, two ga- two series could actually be done when we're recording this on Monday. Two series could be over the uh, Astros and the Red Sox both lead their AL, their division series two to one. Uh, the Red Sox leading over the uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays, Rays, and the Trastros lead the White Sox two to one. White Sox have not shown up in the playoffs at all. It's been kind of kind of wild. They were the the hot team coming in, but obviously they were a little bit green. I mean, if we t- if we really want to get to the specifics, we can talk about the Tapera and how he said, "Well, the the uh, Astros are having a lot more swings and misses." in Houston, but, you know, they got shelled when they went to Chicago for Game 3. I mean, Game 4, obviously, we haven't seen it yet, but uh, as you're listening to this, so it could be a Game 5, possibly, but going back to Houston, I don't like the White Sox chances. I don't, especially going into that cursed stadium against that cursed team 
this series is over. Oh, it's unfortunate. I lost one of my World Series teams. I still have my winners yeah. in it still, so I got that going for me. It actually looks like they postponed the They postponed the yeah. game on Monday night to Tuesday night because of I think it was rain or something. So so that's an interesting story. But to make the reason for that also that adds to the Astros is they can throw McCullers back out there. McCullers who started game one who dominated the White Sox in the first game. Now they can throw him out for game three or, or game four now, which they were going to save him till game five. Now they can close it out there, which yeah. would be salt in the wound. Yeah, are we sure that Bill Belichick isn't a coach for the, the Astros? Because it fe- feels like they get whatever kind of breaks that they want. Um, the By the way, the Rays and Red Sox are tied at five in the bottom of the eighth. So that that's we, been a, actually we can talk about that game three too and yeah. and that shit show of a of a double double ground rule double and one of the weirdest things I think I've ever seen from a baseball game. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen. I played baseball for a long time. I watched it religiously growing up. I don't know if I've ever seen a walk off ground rule double. They're very no, no, rare. No, well, not, yeah. Well, I mean, not the walk off ground rule double. The the ground rule double from the Rays that the guy from third base didn't get called home in the tenth inning. So in the tenth inning, when when it was when it was obviously they have the extra inning rule or whatever, yeah. they the the guy uh, I forgot who was at the plate. He hit the ball to the outfield. It went off the back wall. It bounced off one of the players and over the fence. But it hit the wall. It actually hit wall the wall under first. The it hit the wall okay. under the yellow first. It it then ba- ricocheted off the player over the over the fence. And they called a ground rule double, which which is, which is not necessarily what the ground rule double definition would be because going a player hitting the ball over has not really ever happened and yeah. so the guy it was for whatever reason the guy was at first base and they the guy at first base would have easily scored and the guy went to second and third with two outs mm-hmm. next guy up they got out and the red Sox walked it off one of the one of one yeah. of the biggest one of the biggest news out of that was well the rays just got screwed out of it because of a dumb rule uh, and i would say yes it's true but at the same time there's no rule to figure that out they, I would have thought, like, normally when the player pushes the ball over the wall, whether they hit it before or hit it off the wall or whatever, like, in, if it bounces off their head and goes over the wall, it's a home run. So when the, it hits off a player and goes over the wall, I'm used to it being a home run. I would have thought that they would have counted it. I don't know if they interpreted the rule differently because I, I think that there's a lot of rules in baseball that are uh, a way lot of too baseball open. Are, yeah, you don't know. Way too open for interpretation. So I think that's part of it. I, I don't know. This has been – very competitive, even though it might be end up being a 3-1 kind of dominant series win. The Rays have been in every game except for maybe that first one. But the Rays, this seems like whoever wins the series, granted they might run into the Astros who seem like they're hot, but whoever wins the series, it almost feels like they'll represent the American League in the World Series. I, I would argue and say it hurts me saying this, but the Astros are playing that good. That's that's look, I, I hate saying it. I hate it, absolutely hate it. But this lineup is fucking insane. It legit is insane. From one to all the way to nine, this roster is good enough to win the World Series with or without cheating. And maybe it's because that they're, that they're better because of the cheating. But shit, this team is that good enough where they could – they could be end up in the World Series, and then but hey, but then they fa- then they'll face the Dodgers, and then they'll have retribution. So that's that's the positive about it, right? No, the bad thing is, is they're gonna play the Giants in the World Series, but it's an odd year. Like you keep pointing God, out, damn it. this should have been the maybe it's last the Brewers year. and the Brewers surprise the world. I don't know the NL Milwaukee's series here, right? <laughs> the NL series are both tied at one. Um, actually, I it the uh, the. 
Braves won tonight, so the Braves actually lead the Brewers two two games to one. Right now, the Dodgers and Giants are tied at zero, middle of the second. So, but those series are one one apiece. Those teams seem a lot more evenly matched than we have on the American League side. The, the White Sox look so bad. The White Sox don't look like they belong there. No, that's the, the crazy thing. Lance Lynn, who was a stud all season, just looked absolutely terrible in the first game. And then you're not getting hitting from anyone outside of a guy named Luis Robert. Uh, Tim Harrison hasn't shown up. Abreu hasn't shown up outside of that game three, or was it? Or yeah, game three um, outlier. They really haven't done a whole lot. Like there's. They're not getting the star players ready. And then when you talk about what LaRusa has done, he's you're, you're showing why LaRusa may be past his prime. Mm-hmm. That the guy has refused to put the shift on and has not and has not done a lot of things batting wise to get his players in the right positions. And here we are and White Sox may be paying for it. Yeah, I don't Tony LaRusa was a strange choice at manager going Especially into the season. Especially with this team. Especially yeah, with this team. With this, as young as the team as it is and having an 82-year-old man with a whole bunch of 20-year-olds doesn't seem right. No. Um, I think the main lesson that we probably should have learned from this, don't bet on baseball when you've only watched – the two innings that you watched was the NL wild, wild card that took place a day after your bet lost. Yeah. That, um, that was I mean, probably the main lesson, but, you know. My brother didn't learn. I might not learn from my bad betting mistake. The playoffs, once it gets to the championship series, that's when things really start to pick up. And then the World Series, obviously, last two years, it's been very competitive. I hope it's – I don't really want to see a rematch 2017, to be honest I with would you. because of all the drama and all the but shit Trevor talking. But not in it. Yeah, but you get everything and all that with a box of cookies. Like, like imagine the fans, there the amount of brawls in the stands, the amount of booing for each team. Yeah. Like, like it would be a whole different level. How many trash, like inflatable trash cans, both sides? Because I think the if the Astros get to the World Series and they're playing the Dodgers, the Astros are totally going to lean into the heel. Like the the fans are gonna start bringing in the inflatable trash cans, and then I'm I know on the Dodgers side they might have trash can night. Instead of sweep, bring your brooms, bring your trash cans, and everybody will bang the trash can in the ninth inning or, or something. But that'll be the if, memes alone will be must watch TV. But yeah. like like as much as I hate both those teams because I hate the Dodgers and I hate the Astros, that is must watch TV because it's, it'd be a fucking WWE match where the two top people in the company who everybody hates you either love them or you hate both of them are going against one another and you're like well fuck it i gotta watch this because this looks entertaining it's roman reigns versus john cena nobody wanted to see it everybody knew we were gonna get it but But damn it i'm gonna watch it it. i'm gonna watch it just like that sting remember when we watched the sting undertaker match at wrestlemania and we oh no it was uh, sting triple h and we were both like oh man this sucks sting is bald he's old can't move Triple H tore both of his quads. This is this is ugly. It might be ugly, but but it'd be entertaining as fuck. But speaking of entertaining, Scherzer, Scherzer's a dog, by oh the way. Oh my god, Scherzer. Scherzer has the biggest nuts. I tweeted about it during the game. In that situation, for you to decide, you know what, three two with a runner on second, two outs. I'm already down a run. I'm just gonna pump a 96 mile an hour fastball over the plate. He's not gonna touch it. What? No, oh, the post the post game interview was fucking that too. hilarious. I would with, he with couldn't the, hear anything. And shout out, look, I love that they they're doing the TBS stuff too or TNT stuff where they have Ernie Johnson too on the post game because I love inside the NBA and now they're doing inside the MLB or whatever they're calling it now. And 
the fact that the Ernie Johnson was like, and he couldn't hear anything in the microphone, and he was slurring all of his words, and he was obviously partying with Juan Soto, who who came to the came to the wild card game that had. That had legendary stuff written all over it. Scherzer, to me, is not a Dodger. He's a national, so I cannot hate on him. So it works out. I just he's a he's a kind of pitcher that you can't. He's like a Saquon Barkley or a Von Miller. Like you want kids to play like him, but you can't. You can't teach that. I can't teach you how to do that. I can't teach you how to throw a ninety-six mile an hour fastball in that situation. It's just not possible. I can't teach you how to get drunk that quickly. That was right after he pitched like seven innings. So unless he started pre-gaming when they're in the rally in the ninth, how did you get that drunk? Oh, just a lot of champagne really quickly. Oh man, Trust it was it was wild. It. it was if I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch the Dodgers win, I want it to be not a guy. I don't want it to be Kershaw. I, I know people. Well, Kershaw's anyways out for the playoffs with an injury. So Good. I mean, I'm glad. Not really. I I hope you recover. I don't wish an injury on anybody. That's not how I want to be perceived. Um, but no, I think it's it's getting better. It's getting very entertaining. It's I'll tell getting you more entertaining the longer we go, and the championship series are about to be. Even though it's going on in the middle of football season, and basketball is going to start, hockey's going to yeah. start. <laughs> like I said, this is this is the perfect time of the year. If you have a playoff team, if you have a baseball playoff team in, you get to and you live in a city like a big city, like I don't know, L.A. or whatever. You have four teams playing, well, six, five teams playing, yeah. including the Clippers. Like you have a, each big sport playing, which is absolutely incredible. Six it's, teams now. I, I forget. LA has two football teams too. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Two fo- and two good two, football teams. Yeah. Two, yeah. two okay. very very okay. good yeah, football yeah, teams. Yeah. We'll get there later. We'll get to that. But uh, before we get into the NFL, let's transition from baseball, college football, the Wild. It started off crazy. The Red River rivalry the past three years has been... I had the lock of the fucking century. Right. Are you kidding me? All you had to do was t- was fall down and kick a goddamn game-winning field goal and Texas plus three and a half hits. I think you should you be more... You motherfucker ran into the end zone. You should be more upset at Texas just God let him run into damn. the end zone. Motherfucker, just tackle him. I, I I had a celebratory tweet. I did. I was like, you know what? Texas, you lose, but you know how to cover. I was like, three and a half, we, we hit it. We hit it, ladies and gentlemen. I had it I had it ready in the drafts, ready to tweet. And the motherfucker lets them in the end zone. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, look, it was a great game, but shit. I, I had so much money. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. Oh, my God, I'm a backdoor cover. Did Oklahoma. you take it at the beginning? Did I you took it at the beginning. It? I was okay. like, oh, there's there's no way Oklahoma wins it, by more than three and a half. Yeah, it looked like you were going to get a big Texas win and not have to sweat. Oh, out I anything. was sitting yeah. pretty. You, it looked, I thought you were going to get the same situation that I had with Notre Dame playing Wisconsin, where the first half, okay, Maybe, but then at some point they kind of take over. Texas' defense, that's a, if they have the same defensive coordinator the past two years, fire that guy. Get that guy out of your, of your team, organization, program, because he has blown 20-plus point leads in the second half two straight years against your biggest rival. Well, against Oklahoma, you have blown 20-point leads two years in a row. I'm pretty sure Sarkeesian is an offensive coach. He's, so yeah. he, he's look, the offensive play caller. Great and first he, And he's took a, he took that trash offense and got them going. It, well, <laughs> so. In the first half. the good uh, I said it in our in the YouTube video that's dropping on Friday. I said right now, if I'm going to – I thought about this while I was watching the game. If I have one college coach that I need a halftime adjustment outside of Nick Saban, I'm going to Lincoln Riley. Because in the first half, Oklahoma could not do anything. I think That's it had because of the quarterback. I think it had a lot to do with the quarterback, but also the Oklahoma had guys running wide open. 
Just like how in the first half, Texas had guys running wide open. And I know that chalks up to a lot of Big 12s can't play defense. Like, the people in the Big 12 legitimately don't know what defense means. I think that if you lined up for a defensive practice, nobody would understand what's going on. It makes for entertaining TV, and it makes for entertaining gambling. Uh, it, it hurts. I'm sure it hurts. I, I said this was it three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago when it was when they were playing Tulsa. I was they were chanting bring in Caleb. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Spencer, this has got to be the biggest fall off for a Heisman candidate I think I've ever seen. Guy who was who was the front runner for the Heisman. I think everyone He was the betting favorite. At betting favorite the was the front runner to win the Heisman before they played football. Loses his job in the biggest rival, the biggest game on the schedule every single year for Oklahoma. Loses his job, and your backup comes in and dominates and leads a twenty-point comeback. Thirty-five to ten in the second half is what Oklahoma. What in the Caleb, Caleb Williams is a dog. I, 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 there's a reason why I want him in over Spencer Rattler because Rattler's got a hot head on him, and he uh, he didn't even celebrate with the team. He walked off in the tunnel. That dude had the number one. He was going to Detroit Lions. He was going to probably maybe. Uh, who else needs a quarterback? The Atlanta Falcons had he had that on his mind, and he forgot. Oh wait, there's a stud backup behind me that I just lost my job to. Yeah. The, we are seeing Tate Martell 2.0. Tate Martell, who had the, the biggest hype out of him, went to who? Where did he go first? Oh, he went to Ohio State first. Ohio State first. Tra- lost a job there, transferred, and this is even worse. Spencer Rattler had the job, had the Heisman Trophy in his hands at the beginning of the year, and here we are. What week, a bowl game for Oklahoma. Week. Was 11-1 and one as a starter, or 11-2 and two as a starter, because he lost in the um, he lost a game to Baylor, I think, in his season, and then uh, won the Big 12 championship. This guy, like, he did a lot of good things, but, yeah, I don't know what happened to him. A fumble and an interception, and then Caleb Williams comes in and does that. If Lincoln Riley goes back to Spencer Rattler – I think that Oklahoma is going to lose and they're not going to finish out perfect for the rest of the season. I did think that this game kind of put them back in good graces with me because I've been okay with them dropping the last few weeks winning games because they're not winning games the way that they should. That 21-point comeback and outscoring a team 35-10 to 10 in the second half, that's in, ranked in the top 25, whether you feel Texas is that good or not. Oklahoma proved a lot. They proved that they're still mentally oh, tough. Yeah, they they proved that do. they're still – they might not be talented as they have been, but they are still a very good team. Oh, I mean, if it took one quarterback change to completely change this football team, Oklahoma, the second half, looked like a top four team in the country. Oklahoma, the first, what was it, five weeks, six weeks, yep. did not look like a top four team in the country. Caleb Williams alone got you in the top four. It looks a lot like Kyler Murray used to in that Oklahoma Sooner. Oh, absolutely. Red and yeah. white. Uh, Sooners win against Texas, 55-48 in the Cotton Bowl. That's one of the stadiums in college football that I have on my bucket list, just with the history and everything about that, and I want to go to that game. Big Ten had a couple big games, none bigger than the Iowa-Penn State matchup, three versus four, and Iowa ends up bumping up, at, bumping themselves up to number two after they get the big win. I – I think that it comes down to that situation where they had third and 12. Uh, Penn State committed a personal foul penalty, and you had the decision, do I want the ball now and have to go 90 yards, or do I want to put faith in my damn good defense? Not, I, they're not the best defense in the country because I forgot. They're a very George, good yeah, second. <laughs> I forgot Georgia <laughs> hadn't given up an offensive touchdown going into but last there weekend. There is one, 1-2, 50 feet of crap, and everybody else. Let's put it that way. I don't even know if it's 1-2 anymore because Alabama's defense is – 
I thought Alabama was one two with Georgia and everybody else. Iowa's defense is good. They were able to do what they needed to, and then the offense scored a touchdown when they hadn't been scoring touchdowns all game. <laughs> that was a lot of field goals. I think that's why there's, nobody can make a field goal on Sunday because all the field goals were taken in college football on Saturday. It's a gritty win against a, it's, it's a team that lost its quarterback, and, and Penn State, with their quarterback, probably could have won that game, no doubt about that. But I think we see this again matchup again soon. I don't. I think maybe – are they on different sides of the Big Ten? I believe that they're all – They're on different sides of the Big Ten. I think that's the Big Ten championship yeah. unless Michigan – does the impossible and beat Ohio State at the end right, of the year? Michigan and Michigan State are the only two other teams that I could see because they're both undefeated right now. And they both kind of have easier schedules. But I'm looking up the standings for the Big Ten now. So I mean, I guess I I would look this top four. I said it before the season started. I was like, man, just give me something different. Ladies and gentlemen, we got something different. <laughs> we got something different. We got chaos, and I love it. I, this top four, if you would have told me this is your top four going into weeks, what what week are we seven. at? Seven. Okay, week seven. Going into week seven, I would be like, you're fucking high. I was like, there's no way the top four, they would ever put this as your top four. And here we are, and it's gorgeous. Yeah. That's absolutely wonderful. By the way, the Big Ten, Big Ten East is Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State. Oh, Indiana so, is also on that so side. So Penn State will have to play Michigan again probably. Penn State will have to play Michigan, and they'll have to hope that uh, Ohio State and Michigan State and all lose in the conference as well. Well, Penn don't State you play too, everyone in your conference? So doesn't Penn State probably have them? They will, all, they will have all of them, yeah. They have to beat all those teams, but they also have to hope that they uh, lose another conference game. Otherwise, there would be a weird tiebreaker. But Iowa right now is the only one in the West, and they're dominating everybody. On that side, unless they have some slip up somewhere, I was pretty much locked to be in the in the championship. I mean, I'm all for it. I like. I would love to see a different, some some different blood in there. And Iowa's defense, as good as they are, it's wonderful. There's what is it? Five teams in the top ten are all Big Ten. Yeah, I think I think that's the first time ever that one single conference has had five teams in the top ten. It yeah, and the coming after the week where I finally conceded that the. SEC was the best conference in college football, but Penn, the Big Ten comes back and does this. Um, but that was a huge game. Iowa gets a big win over Penn State. But then the last one that I really wanted to talk about before we get into the national rankings, and I'll, it's not the same. I don't have the same, close to the same as, as what the national rankings are, but that Alabama game, they just never were in it. No, they weren't. They were, And they never got back into it. You thought at halftime they would be like, oh, Saban was going to go in, rip rip their ass, and they'll be like, yeah, we can't just win every game. But shout-out Zach Calzada and shout-out the Aggies. Hey, hey maybe CU can compete with Alabama, question mark? Because obviously they held that same Texas A&M team that was pouring points on Alabama. CU held the 10 points. True. This was also Calzada's third game and not his first. True. Also true. All very true statements. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell's going on anyways. Alabama, I did, of all the years that I thought Alabama was going to lose in the regular season, this was not the, the I year. I honestly would differ and say this year because the last couple of years you had to, experience a quarterback. Not to A&M. Well, Bryce, Bryce Young is a good quarterback, yeah. but he's not what you've had the last – what is it? Six years? Yeah. Six years in a row where you had three Jaylen quarterbacks Hurts, who were Tua, all in the NFL. And Ka- and uh, who was the last one? Uh, it was it was Tua, Mac Jones, and Jalen Hurts. Mac Jones. Six years of of that dominance. And Bryce, then th- Bryce Young put three fifty and three TDs up though. That's the crazy thing. He played. He balled <laughs> out. Everybody else just wasn't helping him out. Their defense that we talk about all the time, and Saban's a defensive guru, was getting punched in the face off the ball. It, it, it finally. It, 
the the amount of players that they lost the NFL last two years finally came back to bit them in the ass. We hadn't seen it. I don't. We thought we'd see it last year with that how much how many people they lost on offense and their offense was just as good. And then we saw how many players they lost on defense the last two years, and now it's finally depleted. And we thought, well, Saban just it's it's a it's a shark tooth. The next next person comes in, it's going to do the exact same thing, and losing to a Texas A and M team that was at one point ranked number five in the country. Let's not forget that. So it's not like this is a trash organ trash team. Not they were they the first team out last season. Yeah. So like they they it's not like they're that bad. They just didn't have a quarterback. So like it's 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 there's things leading on top of one another. So A and M's not that bad. They just had. A tough schedule to start. Let's put it that way. And Alabama ran into a team that had Johnny Mansell on the fucking sidelines. I don't know. See, these are the things you, as a better, you gotta know and you gotta see. If I knew Johnny Mansell was on the fucking sideline, I would have hammered the cover and I'm covering, let alone winning. Like, there's things that you that 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 as a better, you're like, fuck. I gotta do more research when I bet, which I don't. I'm a degenerate gambler. That's why we have a sponsor, my bookie. Like shit, I I don't never recognize these things, and that's how I lose money. But if I find these things out that Johnny Manziel's intendants at the Alabama game, I would have hammered the fuck out of the cover. Fun fact, Alabama right now is still set to be in the SEC championship game because they're tied. Ole Miss has won. Because Auburn is trash. Ole LSU Miss. is ass. Yeah. Florida has been falling off the face of the earth. Florida's on the opposite side. On Alabama's side, it's Alabama, Ole Miss, Auburn, Mississippi State. Ole Miss State. is the only team that gives them any, and they already took care of them. Yeah, like that's the Ar- only team that would be in contention. Arkansas and A&M are the other two teams, and LSU on, is on their side. So right now, as it sits, they're 2-1 and one in the conference. They're 5-1 and one overall. They would be back in the SEC championship game right now. There, I don't think there's any doubt they'll be in the SEC championship game. Unless I, they slip up in the Iron Bowl like they normally tend to do. Maybe it's one of those years where they do that. Hey, before we get off the SEC thing real quick, I do want to say I have now – because, look, obviously what happened with the Broncos this weekend, tough to see, and seeing what the generational-type quarterbacks in our division is like, I am full aboard the Matt Coral train. I want Matt Coral as a Denver Bronco. I fucking watched that old Miss game, and I was like, fuck, I need this guy. I need the tattoos. You're saying Matt Corral is a generational quarterback? I, I, I'm saying he could turn into one. <laughs> I'm saying he has he has arm talent, and the dude is an absolute stud, and, plays, and with a good offense around him, I am full aboard. I want him on my team. Watching him on Saturday, because I, I don't know why I was watching the old Miss game, because they were playing some trash team. I was like, fuck, this this kid has it. I haven't looked, and this, this draft probably is one of the weakest quarterbacks quarterback drafts in in a few years but but i mean corral dude dude's got balls and i it love was, it it was the arkansas game that ended 52 51 yeah yeah like year. yeah, yeah. That, I, I gotta watch him a little bit more specifically but he is in the heisman conversation and the dude is balling and, and yeah, he's done it he's, the, the drip he has also is because i want a swaggy quarterback and i want something to get behind you had swag kelly I know. Swag Kelly for there was a time where I thought Swag Kelly was gonna be the dude. I can't uh, There was a preseason game where people 20, che- Yeah, twenty seventeen Nico out there at GCU. I was cheating. Like, swag, we want swag, no 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 swag, there, swag. I was at because preseason was before you leave for school mm-hmm. and I went to a preseason game and we were all cheering for Chad Kelly. I remember we want Chad. I remember chanting that. That's how desperate I was. And then he got high on bath salts in a woody costume and broken entered into some random woman's house. We don't know if it was truly bath salts, but he was on something. The police report was so weird. They're like, and then Mr. Kelly entered the home, sat on the couch, and started messing with the vacuum cleaner. And and you're just like... 
What? So maybe I'm just excuse maybe me. I'm just gripping on to Matt Coral Coral Corral whatever it is, hoping that he'll be Chad Kelly. It and is the better. same college. Too. I know that's that's yeah, why. That's, <laughs> that's the, exactly why. <sighs> Blindside, right? Ole Miss. Blindside. <laughs> uh, the top ten according to the AP poll: Georgia, Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Alabama are the top five. Uh, so all undefeated teams except for Alabama. And then after that, Ohio State six, Penn State seven. Michigan 8, Oregon 9, and Michigan State is number 10. The first three out are Kentucky, Oklahoma State, and Ole Miss. Um, so, like I said, not totally different from what I have in, in my rankings that you guys will be able to see on Friday on our YouTube channel. Subscribe the far end of the bench on YouTube and turn on the notification bell. Um, Cincinnati moving up to number three. This is the highest a group of five team has been. This like, is your this chance. Is, you're, yeah, you're set up. This You do not fuck it up. They they murdered whoever they played on Friday. I saw that. So Temple. you win the rest of your schedule. You're in. But this is your chance. One more ranked team on their schedule. That's SMU at the end of November. Oh, and it's SMU. If they, you don't if you don't get through SMU, then you don't deserve. To SMU be on top four. is a good team, not as good as Cincinnati, no. and not on the same level. Like SMU is ranked 24th, and that's about where they probably should be. I'm glad to see it. I like that program being good. Because of the death penalty, and, and I like the Eric I Dickerson I, 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 and the and Pony I, Express days, and I and I love you know the Emmanuel Sanders, the Cortland Suttons, mm. like like I love those are some of my yeah, favorite it's receivers. Your receiving yeah, core. like I, I SMU has produced a lot of good teams, and over like it, that and them coming back from the death penalty is pretty cool. So I mean, look. There's rumors, obviously, Ritter, Riddler, what, not Ritter, uh, uh, Fickle want, could possibly be on his way to USC. But at the same time, Cincinnati gets in the playoff as a non-Power 5, and then also you leave to the Big 12 in, what is it, two years? Cincinnati could be the the face of the Big 12 and also the team that dominates that, that Power 5 conference every single year. Yeah, they're in a good spot. I think you have to win every re- all the rest of the games on your schedule, and the teams that are not SMU, you have to dominate. Like it's all about style points from here on out, because you're not getting the num- matchups against number two, or like Georgia's playing number six this weekend in Kent- or number thirteen in Kentucky, and that's a big game. They're both undefeated. You're not getting any of those matchups other than uh smu the two biggest games left on your schedule are ucf which is this weekend and which this is you not, are a i think it was like 15 and a half favorite. it's not the ucf team oh. from a few years ago uh it's not the team that beat auburn and then navy who navy's also in the middle of a down Na- year yeah navy if you don't score points against them i don't know what to tell you i think the only military academy team right now that you should be okay with losing to is air force air force looks pretty good They're yeah that's what in the Mountain West, army but, and navy just do not yeah. look very good. Uh, Oregon still hanging around in the top ten. Do you think that they, no, do you they, think they that it helps zip. or hurts them that Alabama lost? Oh, it hurts them one hundred percent. They I need, thought the same thing. They 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 if they went on to win the win the conference and didn't lose another game, then you would say, well, one loss Pac twelve champion over a one loss SEC champion. Because look, I think if Alabama wins. SEC championship, they're one hundred percent in. If Georgia loses the SEC championship, they have a better argument over be Oregon. In. Yeah. What? So so if they so maybe it helps them in a way because if Georgia then runs the table, then then they could squeak in. But they need the Big Ten to all kick the shit out of each other. They need Oklahoma to fumble somewhere, and they need Georgia to win out to get to even have a sniff at the top four. And they also have to make sure they don't have their late November. Fall asleep against Arizona State and get beat in Tempe. Arizona State also doesn't Arizona look too State bad. Arizona State is, year, is good yeah, this year, but that like that was the 
two years ago when it was set up to be one loss Utah versus one loss Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, and you're like, a well, one loss Pac-12 champion, it looks pretty good. Yeah, now no, it's, it's not. And then they both ended up – or Oregon lost to Arizona State, so they were two loss, and then they beat Utah in the Pac-12 championship. I was like, you guys, you're not doing it right. You don't – you should be – Throw in the game. You got to get one school in there because you get five million extra dollars in the athletic budget if you get a team in the college football playoff. No. That's what a lot of people don't understand. So that's why it's normally Big Ten and SEC schools. This is true because that's all who's on the committee. Um, other than that, anything else? I think Oklahoma State. They're frisky. They might beat a Texas or an Oklahoma. Urban Meyer type of frisky. Mm. <laughs> or not that far. I'd say Bengals. Well, not they're like slightly better than Bengals type of frisky. So like, well, they'll beat a lot of teams, but when they play really good teams, I don't know if it'll be that close. That's my thing. Even though they're in my they're in my book this weekend when we get to what's in my book, presented by our sponsor, my bookie. Uh, NFL football. There was also I, I mentioned it. I think college football used up all the field goals. I had to watch <laughs> yeah. five game-winning field goal attempts be missed oh, that shit was hilarious that was all oh, not for the brand at all and then and then oh the, the the fact that your kicker celebrated it's the swaggy p beam to a to a to a t you put up a three it looks good you turn around celebrate before it goes in because that ball was not that ball was like halfway there by the time he was celebrating that's like look, look, look obviously you didn't want to you were hoping for a win but shit I, that's that that is a moral win in my book. It is because it against is. a Packers team with with the reigning MVP on it, and you played that well. That's a moral win as you will ever get a moral win. I and they were right in it. Like there was never a, a moment where the Packers took over, and you're like, oh, the Bengals are out of it. It wasn't a wild comeback. It was like a seven point comeback at a time. Joe Burrow is a fucking tough man. He is. I love the way that guy. He has. He plays quarterback with an offensive lineman mentality, which is scary because I squealed. I squealed like a girl when he took the helicopter hit yesterday. I was like, "Don't hurt him! No, leave Joe alone!" And then he went to the hospital after the game because he has a throat contusion, which is a bruise of your throat. I, I know I you can know. break your throat because Frank Ragnow, the center for the Lions, played with a broken f- throat last year, but I've never heard of a bruised throat, yet Joe Burrow was in the hospital for it. Um, but no, I, you can't rely on a rookie kicker because he missed an extra point earlier in a the game, too. A rookie kicker that, that cheered as much. Like, 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 first of all, there are 11, 10 other people on the fucking uh, field with you, and you, Nobody else was celebrating. <laughs> no one else was celebrating. Something obviously. Everybody saw it go wide left. But you, who jumped, the putter also looked at it and was like, I, I don't think that's going in. And he was celebrating too. I, I Look, I love listening to Pat McAfee show. He said something, something funny. He was like, Jim Irsay, who's the Colts owner, always looked at the punter or whoever that was snapping, holding the snap to see if the ball went in or not because because that's the best tell. Yeah. The punter fucking straight-faced it, and it was like, buddy, I don't know I don't know if you saw the ball. Quit it. Cut it. Cut it. Maybe, maybe he thought this was baseball and that if it hits off the, the little flag. That counts, right? It counts, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. That's a, the crazy thing, and – I talked a lot about his viral TikTok uh, in the draft process where he kicks the ball and it spins the bottle top off. He legitimately did that and kicked the, the flag, flag of the field goal the post. Ball. You know how difficult that is? Yet you couldn't put it between 10 foot of upright just to win the game? Oh, if you win that game man. and go to 4-1, and one, I get to start talking shit. 
That's now I just got to sit here and be like, yep, we're frisky. Hopefully we we'll get a time. We'll give everybody a good time. And uh, you, you're not going to beat us easy, but you'll probably beat us. Oh, man, I was tough. I was so petrified. It was like 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. It was fourth and one. It might have been the first quarter, actually. I think it was the first quarter. Fourth and, or third and one, Joe Burrow goes for a sneak and doesn't gain a yard. Like, doesn't move the ball forward at all. I was like, Zach Taylor, do not go for this. We're on our own 35. It's the first quarter. Do not. I see the wheels turning. If you do that, I will. I'm going to I'm gonna explode. There will just be a mushroom cloud above my head. One of these. That might have been it, but there's going to be another game where Zach Taylor loses you a football game, and you oh, know yeah. it. You know oh, it. Yeah. Trust me. I, I know. I think he lost us the Bears game. Him and A mixture of him and Joe Burrow lost us the Bears game. That's the one bad thing I will say about Burrow. He's throwing interceptions like it's like I mean, fuck it. Like it it's 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 the Tyreek Hill meme. We're like, well fuck it. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and uh Boyd are down there somewhere. Let's fucking throw it up. Dude, and might as well. T. Higgins T. Higgins shows up in clutch situations. Yeah, I didn't dude, realize how he's not necessarily a big flashy receiver like Chase. Oh, oh he, he's a big flashy receiver on my fucking fantasy team. Well, yeah, the your motherfucker fantasy gives me 15 <laughs> points a week. Between you and my uncle, I've almost converted you because he's like, Jamar Chase, 70, yard, 70 yards, two touchdowns? I was like, or he had 156 yards this past weekend and two touchdowns. I was like, yeah. And then T. Higgins catches three touchdowns a game in the red zone. You're like, well. Motherfucker gives me points. <laughs> and by the way, pick up C.J. Uzama because we saw what he did on Thursday night. Uh, and he's the toughest guy that I know with a butterfly tattooed on his tricep. But, hey, uh, yeah, it was a strange Bengals game. I'll just take it as a, I'm glad it was moral a blowout. Victory. Yeah. It was a moral victory. I would have been okay with a tie, too. And I almost was rooting for a tie after the fourth. Oh, after you missed goal. the field goal, yeah. Yeah, you after are rooting for a tie. One, I was like, oh, come on. Just I, I turned it in because we, we won the coin toss in overtime. We got the ball first. And first play, Burrow threw a pick. And I just turned the channel. I was like, I'm, I'm done. That's it's a 36-yarder. It's Mason Crosby. I know Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby doesn't miss three field goals in a game. Nope. Misses four and five and hits six. What? Hey, like we said, Betty, you're either hot or you're due. Mason Crosby was due. Oh, God. I was like, this is the one because I had lost. I lost my Fury bet because he knocked him out in the 11th round. I put under seven and a half. I lost the Jets bet, and I didn't just lose it. They gave it away at the end of the game to the Falcons. And I lost my Bengals bet. I'm like. You know what? Oh, it was tough. It was I'm a tough good. week. I'm good for a week. It was a tough week. <laughs> I don't really want to put any more money in, but every, I'm going to at, at mybookie.ag. Um, next game, Steelers-Broncos. All right. Are we ready well, to admit Pat Shermer's not a good offensive coordinator? I, I don't know who thought he was because I sure as hell he didn't was think given, he was. He was given a lot of credit in that 3-0 and start. I wasn't giving him credit. No, I, I was I giving Terry Bridgewater not, credit. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> heard you give Pat Shermer the outright credit, but that's in people's minds, quarterbacks playing well, ipso facto, offensive coordinators calling good plays. And that's not the case. No, it's not. And look, everyone on Teddy Bridgewater's case, Bridgewater played a heck of a game Sunday. That game, that loss was not on him. The that, defense really, that was disappointing. Our best, our best quarterback is the guy we picked up at number nine. Callahan asked Kyle Fuller, where the fuck is wrong with you? Because you are trash. You, you, Deontay we, Johnson ran by him. You like would be lucky still. to get a box of peanuts and a trade for you yeah. because you have been terrible. Everyone's like, oh, he's going to be great under Fangio. No, he's been the worst corner we've had. And I think we also got to start talking about Fangio. I know a defensive-minded oh, head coach. Yeah, I know. It's uh, and and I I have been the been the let's let's pump the brakes because 
Fangio is a defensive head coach, and the offensive struggles isn't on him. Well, now I'm here, and now here we go. Yep, Fangio fucking sucks. You, you, you can be, like I said last week, you can be a good coordinator. You can make a living out of being a good coordinator. There's nothing wrong with that. You are not ready to lead the team. When you have number 72, yep, I'm not saying his name again because the motherfucker had another two penalties this weekend. And when 72 decides he's going to go back to his holding ways, going to his offside ways, and then your defense has stupid penalties where you held the Steelers to a field goal, Draymond Jones decides to rough up the, the long snapper, and then you get, oh, another penalty there. And then you have situations where your defense is just shooting itself in the foot. This defense has talent. I'm not there's there's zero doubt about that. You should not be giving up that many points to a Steelers team with Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback and without Juju Smith-Schuster for a full half of football. Yeah, and he's done for the rest of the season. He tore a ligament in his shoulder. He's not going to be returning. But he he got Green that. Jackson fucked him up too. Oh my god, K Jackson hit. K Jackson fucking hits. I love watching the Broncos defense just because I know there's a chance Kareem Jackson is gonna, just going to come flying in. Not he might hit everybody involved, which includes three of his own teammates. He's he's Steve Atwater reincarnated. Oh, that Steve Atwater play from Super Bowl 32 where he knocks out the Broncos corner and and himself and missed the Packers receiver entirely. That's that's my favorite, one of my favorite highlights from that game, and that's exactly how Kareem Jackson plays. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, I love it, too. Yeah. Kareem Jackson is... is a- I'm surprised, honestly, because normally when guys play that recklessly, they also have the off-the-field off issues and, and everything like that where they're driving and they have that same mentality. He hasn't had any of the issues. It's been Melvin Gordon and, and everybody else on the Broncos, Bradley Chubb, that have had the issues off the field. Kareem Jackson's been great. Kareem Jackson, honestly... He's the replacement for T.J. Ward because on that Super Bowl 50 team, T.J. Ward was the leader. He was the hard-hitting safety. He set the tone. Kareem Jackson does that. Now, he didn't get any help from anybody else yes, yesterday. No. I was going back and forth between the Bengals and Broncos game. It was it was like, oh, they suck. The Broncos, oh, decided, suck. The Broncos decided that they were going to show up in the second half when it was too little too late. Yeah. Well, there was a, the Broncos had a chance at the end of the game to – they're on the was it five yard line and it was a great time for Teddy Bridgewater to throw his first interception as a Bronco but throw an interception back to the end zone on fourth down didn't really matter anyways and then you had a chance to go for it on two to tie it up but the game was way too little way too late this 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 team is three and two though you got to remember that this team is three and two and still in second place second place in this division and we are all like well this is all hell breaking loose you just got to look at it like, you know what, shake this off. We got to win the next game in 40. Because you have a variable win, very winnable game this weekend against a Raiders team who just had the, all the shit with Gruden go down where he's no longer the head coach. You win this game. You are in sole possession of second place in the division. The Chiefs, who are 2-3, and three, even if they win this week, will be 3-3. Three and three. You beat the Raiders, they'll be 3-3. Three and three. Then you're at 4-2, and two and you're still second place behind the Chargers. The San Diego Superchargers. <laughs> the motherfucking Los Angeles San Diego Superchargers. There's a and 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 look, we this is the game where you 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 lock in. You're like you know, pun intended. Lock in. You lock in. You're like you know what? We got we got to flush the last, we got to flush the last two weeks, and you got there's a variable winnable game on your schedule, and you can get back to where you should be. That's what I'm saying. Everything's in their favor right now. Like 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 the schedule has been very very. Fortunate to you. You played. You played one team, Ravens, who looked absolutely shitty on Monday Night Football. Don't get me wrong, but they uh, they are still. They're only down by ten. Yeah, they, they, nine and a half uh, minutes left. Maybe they come back. They cover, but but with with the Ravens team was obviously a very good football team. The Steelers team who. 
Everyone forgets beat the Bills the first week of the season. I don't know how the fuck that happened. But the Steelers always game for, for a, a good game. Let's put it that way. Well, they, they want to keep Mike Tomlin in place as their head coach. So any game where Mike Tomlin's starting to get on the hot seat, they come out and they play hard. Yeah, because they, they Tomlin, came out ready yeah. to win. Tom, Tomlin is the kind of coach that is obviously so damn respected mm-hmm. and, and is, is the face of that franchise. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. Future like, Hall of Famer like, for sure. Imagine going from Cowherd then to Tomlin. That's a that's, that's heavy. You go Chuck Knoll, Cower, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's three that damn good damn head good coaches, coaches in franchise history, and that's why the Steelers are always around. Are always, always around. Good, They're always they can, wavering around yeah. as 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 a team to be in playoff contention. Which is why when the Bengals beat them in Pittsburgh, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, we're here because <laughs> it's shit. never it's never a guarantee. And I thought this year they weren't good enough to do that, and they did. The the Steelers, I don't, I really don't know. I don't, I don't know, think that I don't they're good. I, get from them. I think that they, at they, best they're probably the Dolphins from last year, where they're in the hunt at the end of the they season. They got very smart and they decided to using number twenty two a lot more on Sunday. And I don't know why the fuck yards, you didn't yeah. do that after week one. This is also as good as the Steelers' offensive line has looked, which is surprising because the Broncos' D line is good. It's pretty good, yeah. So kudos to them, but shit, there's there's, man. I, I am I am looking at this Broncos team. Like I said, you got to flush the last two weeks. You you take what you did in the second half offensively. You can take that going. Corlin Sutton, people have forgot that he's the number one fucking receiver on this team. Corlin Sutton is Teddy Bridgewater's number one receiver for a reason. But holy shit, use Noah Fant. Motherfucker had one, one target. Don't, well, Use one Noah target. Fant in the passing game. Don't use him in pass protection. No, no, no. He, he, first of all, he's a great run blocker. Run blocker. Because Iowa fucking tight ends know how to run block. Yeah, but pass but protection, no. He yes. did not touch. There was a play where he did not touch T.J. Watt. Also, it's 2021. Why the fuck are we putting tight ends in 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 uh in pass blocking anyways, first of all? <laughs> like, shit. If it could be. Uh, when you have as speaking, many receivers out as we do, why the fuck is that even a, an option? Yeah. It shouldn't be. Go to those Matt Pat Sherber. That's Given why. That, it shouldn't be an option. When you have, when you throw out Kendall Hinton as your slot receiver, Jimmy, why the fuck is Noah Fant even considered? He, he did. Great catch yesterday. He did have a good catch. Like, <laughs> I know. Good yeah, that you. Kendall Hinton. He's he's like the Make a Wish kid. Good for you. Like, it, Hall of Famer Kendall Hinton. Which look, fucking. <laughs> I know it's weird. I'm saying Hall of Famer, but he's in the fucking Hall of Fame for history. If, if we had a radio board where I can throw in drops, I would have the John Elway. Good for you, bud. On the just going over the top. It's of the it's Kendall the holy fuck. Good. For, like it, it's like let's go Kendall Hinton. Like, Who is that? Oh, it's Kendall. Like I'm saying, you got a man. You play Cleveland in two weeks on Thursday night football, which which could get very very ugly. So you gotta take that, care. You gotta take care of this week and get to four and two. You get to four and two. You go into four and three, and then you're still tied at the worst, tied for second place still. That's where you gotta look at it, right? And and the it's a very doable game against the Raiders team who look like the Raiders still, who still look like the same I fucking team. You. I told you. They, they get hot at the beginning of the season and they, yeah, they blow their off real quickly. So it's like I said, the Bronx, I, I I am not I am not ready to burn bridges, but I I am this close to saying fucking tank and get rid of all your veterans and get draft picks and let's fucking start this shit over with all your young guys. You keep the core of Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sun, Noah Fan on offense, and baby Bulls, and then you 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 start over with because there's your weapons, and then on defense you get rid of the veterans like Kareem Jackson, Kyle Fuller, and you just get all young and say you know what we're rebuilding. Let's get these young guys experience and let's fucking go for the next three years. I think there's something to be said also in the time that Vic Fangio has been the head coach for the Broncos. They don't come out of the tunnel very well. They don't start the game off ready to go. It's almost like they take 
a quarter or half a quarter at least to get going. And because the Jaguars scored first on them coming out of the tunnel, they were hyped up more than the Broncos. The Steelers were definitely hyped up more than the Broncos for this one. That's where the Broncos get themselves in trouble because they don't get their offense is – Yeah, they don't get – I don't think that they're ready for the game, but their offense thinks that they're good enough that they can give up a seven spot and they're the Chiefs and they can just come back in two plays, and you're not. Unfortunately, and when you're putting your defense in terrible situations, when you have as many three and outs as the Broncos did yesterday, I don't care if you have the 85 Bears. If you put them on the field for that many plays, they're going to have some mistakes. And Melvin Gordon has disappeared. Javante Williams is, is He's my a favorite, fucking dog. Favorite running back but in the you league need besides to, Nick Chubb. You need to use him. Like this is, this is to a point where I don't care what Melvin Gordon, his contract situation is. You feed number 33 the ball until his legs are fucking dead. I don't care. He's my favorite running back besides Nick Chubb. Uh, last game that we'll talk about, the Sunday night game, an hour weather delay in the middle of it at halftime. So hopefully if you stayed up and watched it, good on you. I did not. I decided I was going to go to bed. I watched it because I love watching Josh Allen. Oh, Josh my Allen, God, yeah. I love watching Josh Allen. Josh Allen is running more. Running back slash quarterback, Josh <laughs> yeah, Allen. Sl- yeah. By oh. the way, I mean – Kudos to the Bills. You said that they should get a running game. They're rushing for oh, about 100 yards a game. Now. <laughs> 50 of them are, are Josh Allen all the time. But uh, they're getting production from other places. And Dawson Knox had a huge night last night. Dawson Knox, the dude. If dude. you had him on fantasy, congrats. Oh, Dawson. If you put him on your bench, ouch. If you had Stephon, or if you had Stephon Diggs on your fantasy team, I'm sorry. I'm, I, apologize, <laughs> I apologize, but he wasn't the game plan last night. It was the other team. Uh, the this, Chiefs. This Chiefs defense is the worst in football. Yep, I said it. It's this this look Patrick worst Mahomes, team worst defense that they've had in their last little three years of dominance. I said this. What was it? I, I keep going back to shit I say because I'm brilliant. I'm fucking brilliant when I say this shit. But I said this. What was it? Five weeks, six weeks ago. The Chiefs are going to have a very Seahawks esque to their career. You win the Super Bowl. You run into Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Then all shit comes off, comes loose. Except it's the other way around. The, the the Seahawks had their defense that kept them around, always contention. Well, and their offense got worse. Well, now it's the other way around. Chiefs' offense are keeping this team barely afloat, and their defense is that bad. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. I love it. I fucking love it. Because Pastor Mahomes is making plays that that he they, – look, I saw some. I'm not taking credit for this, saying this person who said this is fucking brilliant. Pastor Mahomes is throwing footballs like his defense is that bad. Because he's throwing footballs. Like, oh, fuck it. I need to throw this touchdown because my defense isn't going to be able to hold our team to any. I need to yeah. score a touchdown now with this play because my defense isn't going to be able to hold this team because when we punt it to the opposing 40-yard line, it's an automatic touchdown. I'll give you a stat because I heard this last week and it blew my mind. Uh, the Chiefs in week four against the Eagles had eight offensive possessions. I'm going to give you their final score, and and we're going to figure this out. They had eight offensive possessions. They scored 42 points. Patrick Mahomes threw one interception. You want to know what the other offensive drive was that didn't end in a touchdown? A one-play kneel down. Oh, fucking Christ. They scored (laughs) a touchdown on six out of eight drives, and one of them doesn't count because they won the game. But they still gave up 30 points. Like this, <laughs> this offense is historically great. great. It it will go down in the fucking history books as as arguably it's the, the greatest quarterback, tight end, receiver duo, yeah. and maybe in NFL history. It's similar to me to that 2013 Broncos year because the Broncos all, were yeah, scoring all the offense all the in the world and no defense. No at defense. All. No it's defense Big Twelve. It's Big Twelve football, <laughs> and fitting that Patrick Mahomes leads the Kansas City Chiefs because he was the Texas face of Texas Tech, who is the face of Big Ten fo- Big Twelve football, where you. 
play offense. You and score no 58 yeah, points, and you just offense. hope that the other team scores 57. Uh, it's it, The Chiefs are digging themselves into the hole. You will be fighting for a wild card spot. I guarantee it. Because right now, the Chargers are, are running away with this division, and the Chiefs are going to have to scratch and claw for a wild card spot. That is dangerous, first of all, because – you could be having Chiefs and Chargers in the first round of playoffs, or could happen with that scenario. But the Chiefs, if you keep losing games like this, look, their schedule. There's no doubt their schedule has been tough. You play, you 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 play the Ravens, who are a playoff team. You've played the Bills, who are a playoff team. You've played the Browns, um, the Browns who are a playoff team. Well, there's one other team on their schedule. That it's the they've played the Browns, the Chargers, Ravens, Chargers, Chargers, Eagles, Chargers. Eagles, all Eagles. five teams are playoff teams except for the Eagles except for the Eagles which you fucking demolished which you should have like like well not demolished yeah. either demolished in terms of offensively yes yes but you got to start getting pulling games out of your ass because there's a the number one te- team in your division always gets the toughest schedule there's no there's a reason for that because they want Teams that get out Parody. of the works. Yes. Parody. Yeah. So you got to figure out a way to win football games against good teams, and they cannot do that right now. Their schedule loosens up a bit because they play Washington this week. Uh, t- Tennessee, remember, that was the game where they turned themselves around the year that they won the Super Bowl. So it's still possible. Oh, and with the 17-game yeah. season, I'm like, if the Chiefs get hot and right, the way that they're going, they're going to have to be undefeated at the end of the season. If they go undefeated and make the playoffs in the wild card, I'm going to be – very interested to put money on them to at least make the Super Bowl because they would have won 11 games in a row to get to the playoffs, and they're just continuing to play. They would remind me of the Titans from two years ago if that happened. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying they're not a playoff team. I still think they're a playoff team. Yeah. But they are going to dig themselves out of a hole where, where, where it once was absolutely scary to go into Kansas City. You're not even going to have a single home game. No, so they, like that, this will be the first year that they don't have a first round. Back. And as 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 people as as difficult as it, as it may be, the Buccaneers are are the one outlier in all this last year. It is very difficult to go to the wild card all the way to Super Bowl when you don't play a single home game. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a reason why it's that difficult because being traveling for four straight weeks and then having a Super Bowl week where all the media and everything is very difficult. There's a reason why it's that difficult, mm-hmm. and you don't see wild card teams usually win the Super Bowl. You gotta figure out a way to get back to the top, and that is gonna take the Chargers falling off. It's gonna be interesting to see how the Chiefs finish out their season. Let's get into our benchwarm of the week, and then we'll hear from our sponsor, MyBookie.ag. But my benchwarm of the week, it's Evan McPherson and Mason Crosby. More so Evan McPherson because yeah, so of the meme, but Mason Crosby missed four game-winning field goals. I know he hit the one that ended up counting, but that's still it was bad. And I was sending out. I was watching TikToks, and there's a couple good ones about the Bengals and, and the Packers game, and it always wound up. I know that I know how it was going to end. I was watching them, and I was sending them out, and I'm like, it doesn't make it better, but I'm at least laughing now. The pain still is there, but I'm laughing. But Evan McPherson it's and a, Mason Crosby. A, it, laughing through the pain. <laughs> I'm laughing so I don't cry. That's that's what I was feeling. Those are my bench warmers of the week. My bench warmer of the week, I'm sticking with the theme we just talked about, Danny Sorensen. Motherfucker, oh, my God. This guy, I don't know how he's playing Tyron football. Tyron Matthews done. <laughs> Tyron Matthews done to this football yeah. team. The amount of memes where he has his arms up in there is hilarious to yep. me. I, like, First of all, you should never – Ever at any point raise your hands like that in a sporting, in a sport, in general, Mm-mm. doing that twice, 
He is so done with fucking Danny Swanson. <laughs> he is so done. I'm Dirty Dan. If you're Dirty Dan, the Honey Badger is going to fuck you up right now. Yeah. So, yeah, Dan Swanson. Bench, I like that one. Bench warm of the week. When you're betting, it's just as important who you are betting on as where you are betting on. That's why we always tell people to bet with mybookie.ag. The Arizona Cardinals are red hot right now. They are 6-0. and 6-0, incredible, man. They are rolling. And then the Chiefs, yeah, as many losses they have last year, the over is always hitting with those games especially. There's never a better time to get in on the action. Thankfully, my bookie's lock of the season has returned for Seattle versus Vegas on opening night, which is on Tuesday, which you are listening to this after. But there are a lot of promotions like that where you can hit a lot of games very, very close to that. Take the easy win. Pat yourself on the back. Back and use your winnings toward NFL picks, picks for Week Six. A lot of there's a lot of NHL games that you can take this weekend. Very very similar to the Seattle Kraken versus Las Vegas Golden Knights on Tuesday night, which includes a battle between two potential Super Bowl contenders, Cardinals and Browns. You're gonna want to hammer that over because these offenses are incredible. Don't miss out on a winning season. Head to mybookie.ag and use our promo code BENCH, B-E-N-C-H, and you'll double your first deposit. That's promo code BENCH, B-N-C-H, so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Welcome back in, Benchwarmers, and uh, we'll be referencing our sponsor, MyBookie, throughout the next segment. We are uh, about to get to our NFL Pick'em, but we got to do Most Dominant Team of the Week first. But like we said, promo code BENCH, double your first deposit. There's tons of great games coming up, and they have that lock on the hockey game. We tweeted about it, so if you're following us on Twitter, which everybody should, at Pod, you knew about the lock. If one team scores in the Seattle or Vegas game, uh, it's plus 100 odds. You probably missed out on that. If you did, we apologize, but they do. Like, they had the UFC, if somebody bleeds, you won and it was plus one, 175. There's always stuff like that. You just gotta, They have new ones each week. Like You just got to check out the new ones. I hammered the hell out of that. I, I'm already predicting the future. I already won 25 bucks on it, guaranteed, because I threw money on that. You have to take those when you can on my bookie. All right. Most dominant team of the week. Uh, mine, the Kentucky Wildcats. They're sneaky. They're a sneaky 6-0 and team. They're in the SEC. They've pumped everybody they've played. They've been playing some, ter- some worse teams, but this past weekend they played LSU. Ran for 330 yards. Chris Rodriguez Jr., 16 attempts for 147. And then Cavassier Smoke, 107. What a fucking name. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know if that's how you're – that's just how I'm predicting you say his name. Cavassier Smoke, 107 on 12 carries. This is their toughest game. If they're going to prove me right and prove themselves as true contenders, they at least show out in this game against Georgia and make it a close game. But – Right now, they're quietly building a New Year's Six resume. That's what I'm going to say out there. It's I don't think they've Very Georgia. quietly, let's put it that way, quietly. They're just over here building an undefeated resume. No, don't look over here. That's okay. Uh, who do you got for most dominant My team? My most dominant team of the week, it's it's the Buffalo Bills. Like I said, I think they are the best team in football no right now. No one circles the wagons. No like one the circles Buffalo the wagons. And, and God damn it, I love watching this offense play. Like, like what the Chiefs' offense was was so hard to watch because they're in your division. Watching the Bills' offense is just so much fun to watch because Josh Allen, obviously a Wyoming guy, we like to claim him in Colorado because Wyoming doesn't have a fucking football team. So we claim him as, as a hometown or home home state kid. And then you have the Daniel Sanders who won you a Super Bowl getting two back-to-back week with, weeks with two touchdowns apiece. Oh, he is balling out in this Bills' offense. As – Back-to-back weeks where you put up 40-plus points. Obviously, you had the slaughtering of the Texans, of, the, of those bowls, and then you had the slaughtering of the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. 
that is probably not the best way to put that, but you know it's okay. Well, yeah, the Bills <laughs> slaughtering the Chiefs, especially on today. That, that's <laughs> Ooh, a very, that's probably a tough one. To <laughs> very off-color reference. Obviously, we didn't mean it that way. No, uh, the Bills are are that good, and I like the Bills also being this good because you know it's hurting the Patriots having them in their division, and they they're going through like the Patriots. You enjoyed 20 years of dominance now you get to understand what it's like to have a generational quarterback in your division that's not on your own team um which speaking of that we get into our nfl pick for week six uh and the standings it is still close i'm still we tied within, this week yeah we did tie this week depending on how uh it actually doesn't even matter with ravens win we both win 11 and 5 if the ravens lose we both win 10 and 6 bench warmers had a decent week as well no ties this week uh-uh, the first time good. in two but nico you're leading 54 and 25 like i said uh could be 55 wins after the monday night football game i'm at second with 45 and 36 and the bench warmers on the season 42 36 or 31 and 6 i'm very disappointed man i'm only at 10 wins this week very disappointed myself i knew you Tough would come week. back down to earth very nobody picks 13 games right in a row three weeks in a row hey, when that you're just hot, doesn't you're happen. Hot. <laughs> and if it happens i don't even care if i lose the pick them because that's ridiculous uh at, i gotta believe at some point karma's gonna turn around and it's gonna come into my favor i'm getting there i, I Rided myself after the last two weeks. I'm not sure how this one's going to go. There's a lot of games that I. There's a lot of interest. I think there's a lot of toss ups this yeah, week. Yeah, there's a lot of them where I'm like, uh, they're at home. So them. Them, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to go with. But let's get into it. Uh, and all of the bench warmers and the two of us both picked the Ravens. So however that game ends up, we'll, we'll be sure to update it because we should be seeing the last of that. But uh, first game, Thursday Night Football, Tampa Brady, Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers going into Philadelphia to play Nick Sirianni. Hey, I told you my the Eagles were scary last week. I told you. I tried to tell you. Jalen Hurst is balling. The dude is balling. There's You cannot say I'm lying on that. because no, imagine dude is a, what he would be doing if Nick Sirianni was a good coach. I'm not taking Eagles here at all. There's no, no chance thank, in hell. Thank you. I'm not, I'm not an idiot, you. but I'm saying the Eagles. Were you nervous when the, the, the Bucks were losing last week early to the Dolphins, or were you like, oh? Oh, no, no, no. I was more worried about the Patriots because I had the Patriots. Well, because cause like I said, I say it every week that my Patriots were the lock last week, mm-hmm. and it took Mac Jones to come back and fuck, <laughs> to hold on to that win. That was interesting. Oh, no. I held on to dear life for that Honestly, one. I thought thought that the I thought the talent gap was not as big between the Bills and Patriots and the week before the Bills put 44 on the Texans and the Patri- Patriots struggled to put 25 but and they, but them. they competed with the with the Bucks and I was and that's why I was like well the Buccaneers yeah, are well, well I good. think that had a lot to do Brady was out of his mind yeah. with nerves during that game and the weather it was not good I don't think it was that big of a factor but we both we're both going Tampa Bay. Easy on it's, that. One. That's an easy money one. Dolphins at Jags in London, back to back London games. Is this this is the first year there's two London games too, right? I'm pretty no, sure. this I think it's the first year that they're back to back. But this is Intra- they've had yeah. them, or at least multiple international. They, they games. picked the they picked the worst. Like you know what? Fuck it. These these two teams. The, you know, last week it was the Jets and the Falcons, and they, this week is the Dolphins and Jags. And they you know what the NFL decided? They're like you know what? What's two organizations? Fans don't fucking have anything to root for. And you know what? Let's send them to London and have London fans pick one of these teams so that the following can grow. Because well, Jets fans, you can't find any outside of your brother. Falcons fans have, haven't been found since 28-3. Dolphins fans don't know where they are. And Jaguars fans, have you seen one? Because I haven't seen one in a long time. So, shit. Urban Meyer. <laughs> and the girl, and his good old yeah, girlfriend. Girl, the girl at the bar. No, uh. 
imagine we talk a lot about how bad it is to be a Jets fan here. Imagine being a Jets fan in England when there's oh, no sun at all and it rains like three quarters of the year. And then it's also not even the national sport, so nobody's there to commiserate with you. Yeah, I, they watch the game and be like, "Wait, fo- what do you mean football's on? What the what, this ain't football?" The they buy tickets to the stadium. Be like, "Fuck, is, this isn't Falcons? football. Who the fuck are the Jets and who Lord are the Falcons?" I don't know why I'm saying this in a. It's not even a, a British accent. I don't know the fuck. Why would we want to go to the pub and watch the the Falcons play Jets? A and bunch the of shitheads. A bunch of shitheads who don't know play football with their feet. They play with their hands. Turn on the Arsenal game. I want to watch a team that I actually know about losing peace. Yeah. No, I think uh, the Jaguars get the game in London a lot because the Cons own one of the soccer clubs, I'm pretty sure. That's, or they yeah, have ties in true. England. Uh, but I'm going Dolphins because I can't think that – I don't know when the Jaguars are going to win a game, but I think it's going to come after Urban's fired. I'm picking I know the, you are. I'm I picking thought, this week. I'm I picking this week. With because the Dolphins, week. I don't – this Dolphins team, like – with with Brissett at quarterback, Brissett went was was injured too. So I don't even who who know who they threw in, because he got injured at some point in the game. And this Dolphins team, I think, is that bad. And look, Trevor Lawrence is zero and five in the NFL. He hasn't lost two back to back games since like, ever in his life before coming to the NFL. Now he's lost five in a row. At some point, like I said, you're either hot or you're due. I think he's due. He might be due. So why not? And and the fact that they they were like, well, James Robinson only had two touches in the second half. They're going to fix that because, for fuck's sake, Urban Meyer had no idea about that, which maybe his dyslexia coming in and the fact that he's that – He was too busy coming up with a medical excuse for next week. So so, so maybe maybe it's finally they use James Robinson this week, but I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know why. This is another one like the Eagles last Outright week. I don't know. Because their spread is three and a half outright money line. Jaguars are favored. No, favored? they're they're the underdog plus three and a half spread. I, I like I like, the, I like the spread line. and the money line. Either way, the spread plus three and a half. I don't think the Dolphins are three point more than three and a half points better than the Jaguars. Oh, I think that they're well ahead of three and a half points better than the Jaguars. Are they going to play that well? I'm betting that they will, or I'm going to put my faith in the pick'em that they will. I'm going Miami. You're going Jacksonville. Next game up on the list: Bengals at the Lions. Are you thinking this is the no, one that the Lions no, no, win? No, 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 this is not the one. Thank the you. Thank well, hold on. I got a question to you because yeah. obviously I have the pick'em, and this is this is a real question because the, 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 I got three thousand dollars. If I went three thousand dollars, if I pick every single week and I get a winner, and I'm the last one standing. So, honest question: Do you trust the Bengals more against the Lions this week or the Jets in two weeks? Because I'm picking them one of these weeks, and I'm not sure if I save them till the Jets week or I go here with the Lions. This is at Detroit. And you're you're at New York in two weeks. Do you trust your team more against the Lions or trust them more against the Jets? If you, you probably trust them more. I trust them. Who do you trust them both. more? Yeah, um, Dan Campbell. The way that the team Dan reacted Campbell, that was, after that was, losing. Oh, that was tough. Poor guy. So I don't know if I'm gonna say I'm, one I'm of leaving. those teams is more ripe for an upset at this point. I'm gonna say it's probably the Lions. Yeah, because because, because of they want to play for Dan Campbell. Yeah, they want to win for Dan Campbell. They're all emotional. They all want to win, so that gives me the most hesitancy. I still think I'm picking the, the Bengals. Uh, yeah, I'm still picking the Bengals too. Will win, but if I'm gonna go for the lock and I want to win 
30, thirty grand. Three thousand dollars. Yeah, if I to win three grand, I would probably be more apt to pick. Okay, because I have some options this week, and the Bengals were an interesting one, but I do kind of want to save the Bengals to the Jets. I'm going Bengals here. <laughs> Betting on the Bengals is it's tough. It's, it's tough. never a lot. It's, it's, and not, it's never a game. It is where not you're fun. Like, oh, they won forty-five to nothing. Great. I didn't even have to sweat. No, you're sweating every single oh, time. Oh, you are sweating every. That's why time. it's orange, black, and yet and white, so that you can never sweat through a gray jersey. That's that's what I think of as the as a Bengals fan. Oh, we're both on the Bengals in that one. Uh, my bookie has that line minus three for the Bengals, and they're minus one sixty-five. Very, very, line. very. Plus one forty for the Lions. I I don't hate that money line for the Lions. If you think if that you're a Lions fan, yeah. if you're a Lions, if fan. you're in Detroit and you got to hey, have this some is the, form of of joy, this is McPerson's uh, uh, revenge game because obviously the Lions have lost the last two weeks on a 50, 50 plus yard field goal. Is McPerson's chance to win it this week? Could be go three in a row. Could be. Next up, we have the Packers and Bears, the NFC North rivalry matchup. The Bears, Bears are good. Got to win against the the, the Raiders. Kind of beat them up. And a little maybe bit. it was a is a it was a it was a game that they weren't really thinking about the game because of all the John Gruden stuff before you got fired. They were that was on the top their mind. Yeah. And we all know scandal games never work out. Urban Meyer um, and John Gruden. <laughs> so so Bears didn't look bad. Justin Fields obviously obviously the future. They did a good job by giving Lazar the reins. That's they, 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 uh, you always got to wonder if that's truly what's going on because Nagy comes out and says he's calling plays and then Lazer's calling plays. It doesn't matter. They it's look a collaboration. better. <laughs> yeah, they do look better. I will say that, but I'm I'm still I, interested to see how that whole thing is going to work out. I'm not betting against future Denver Bronco Aaron Rodgers. No, <laughs> I am not no. betting against future Denver Bronco Aaron Rodgers. Yep, that, I'm still uh, saying pick that. early on in the game though against. Cincinnati had to have a lot of people sweating. So oh, well, yeah, I had me sweating. I the 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 ride the slope last week fucking was dead yeah. by the time your game ended, anyways. So it happens. It happens. Uh, the Bears plus four and a half this week, and uh, the Packers. I would not be surprised to take. I would not hesitate taking Bears plus four and a half though, because I think. The the Packers haven't had a statement win. You know what I mean? They've had games where they've sneaked out wins. I think if they're due for a statement win, I don't think it's against this Bears team. Next up, we have the Texans at the Colts. Uh, right now, the Colts are Colts tied. Blew it. Yeah, yeah, Colts, the Colts blew, blew the, their big lead on Monday Night Football, tied with 18 seconds left in the fourth. So it looks like we're getting overtime. Uh, but they're playing the Texans. I I don't know. I thought that you, I might get some heat for this one, but I'm – thinking that this might be a win for the Texans. The Texans showed me a lot against the Patriots. <laughs> Davis Mill season? Davis Mill season? <laughs> Poor Tyrod Taylor, first of all. The guy lost his job again yes. for no fucking reason. Well, and they're not going to not play Davis Mills after what he did last yeah, week? I think you have to. Uh, it's weird for me picking Davis Mills because we have the opposite situation. He's got the longest neck in the world, and that's the joke. My brothers go to would go to throw punch me when we were in high school, and they're like, I can't. That's not neck, fair. Yeah. There's no throat to punch. Um, honestly, I think that the Colts, the Colts are not the team that I thought they were. They got a good win a few weeks ago, and I know I missed on that one. I am comfortable saying I think the Texans win this game, so I, I'm going Houston. I'm riding the Colts for the sole reason, Jonathan Taylor. That motherfucker almost lost me a fantasy football game this week. He's uh, a bad we, man. I, as we were as we were recording this, I'm checking my phone every fucking five minutes because I had Hollywood Brown. My opponent had Jonathan Taylor, and, and Jonathan Taylor had put up a 40 piece. And luckily, I had some cover, and Marquise Brown's putting up points for me, and I think I'm winning this game. But shit, Jonathan Taylor is a dog. That dude, and even with that with a depleted offensive line, as in without Quentin Nelson, mm. he's still running, doing whatever he wants. 
He's a he's a bad man. He doesn't go down easy, and it normally takes two or three guys to bring him down. Uh, there's not a line for this one since the Ravens or the Colts yeah, are still they, playing. Yeah, they wait till after the game. But who do you think he's going to be? I think it's going to be the, easy. That after this game, they're going to give the Colts. I think a minus four and a half. Four minus and three, half? three I and a half. Be one, honestly, nah. or maybe two and a half. I was thinking two and a half because at home they're at home. At home yes. they, I think they'll give them more because of this performance. Because of this performance, if they got their asses kicked, which they probably should have against this Ravens team who we thought were that good, if they got their asses kicked, then there would have been a plus one. It would have been a minus one spread because they're the home team. Mm -hmm. But I think it could be minus three and a half. Yeah, I mean, 25 points against the Ravens might get you that extra point back. Uh, And I like Frank. Frank Reich's a good head coach. And, by the way, if you want a guy to lead you a major comeback – Frank Rex, he has the big. He had the biggest in major Division One college at Maryland, and he had the biggest in the NFL for the Bills for a long time. They were talking about that actually at the beginning of the game today. Um, but no, I think it'll be in, that one's the. That's one of the toss-ups. Oh, yeah, like, that's uh, a toss-up. Yeah, that's that's a coin flip. I like the Texans and the way they played the last couple. Carson weeks. Wentz looked pretty decent too today. Like he, he I mean, he he led okay. a. He he led a game-winning field goal drive. Looks like maybe Liz <laughs> Campbell has blocked one kick already. That's true. And he's six seven. Uh, so we're we're split on that one. Next up, Rams Giants. This is my lock of the week. I, yeah, this I is think except my my next thing is is do I save the Rams too? Because the Rams have some games on their schedule where I want to save them too. But there, look, Daniel Jones. Fuck, fuck me. I one of my leagues I had Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley because you know I was like you know what. Daniel Jones actually has been putting up good fantasy points. He's 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 lost football games and he's not good in terms of winning football games, but he's good for winning fantasy football. And he's put up twenty five points on my bench, and I was like, you know what? Baker's playing the Chargers. Chargers have a good D. I'll start Daniel Jones. Motherfucker gets injured. Look, look. Obviously, hope he gets better. I'm not saying this as as a fan of the team. I'm saying this as a as a as a as a fantasy footballer. But shit, that's tough. It it was a rough situation. Him, Barkley, and Galladay all went down in the same. And game. Sterling Shepard. And Sterling Shepard, who yeah. wasn't even there. Uh, they who who else? They had uh, oh, they had another injury. Oh my God, they had four guys. They they there were five guys: Galladay, Shepard, um, Saquon, Daniel Jones. Uh, they had one more. Um, oh, Kadarius Tony was the guy that he produced up, the most. Yeah. But they had another receiver out too. I can't for, I forget whose name was. They should have been playing Kadarius Tony a lot earlier on in the season. They maybe I, have won would have won a couple of those and games. And le- legit the, the Giants receiving core is low key slept on. Mm-hmm. Like when they're all healthy, <laughs> that is. When they're all healthy, a trio Galladay Shepard has had some pretty good games and then also Kadarius Tony. That's a good young receiving core. It's obviously not as good as the Bengals young receiving core, but it's a decent one that you could have for a good year, a few years. Mm-hmm. Like you have weapons on offense. This Giants team has as talent. Like I'm not sitting here with like I'm the Jets. I'm like, who the fuck is Zach Wilson throwing to? Daniel Jones has options. They just don't have anyone healthy. We're, like the Rams uh, are that 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 dude. Yeah, Matt Stafford had a bounce back game. We're both on the Rams this week. I, over the and honestly, we didn't. We never gave our. Oh my god, the mother. Oh no, he did. That was the replay. I thought he blocked it again. No, that was a replay. Yeah. But but the but the Rams. I would say right now, Rams Bills are my Super Bowl. Because the Rams' defense right now is that good. We're both on the on the Rams, uh, and we just watched. We took a little bit of a break because Rodrigo, Rodrigo was lining up for the game winner. Poor, four kickers. Kickers are kickers are the bench warmer league. Let's well, just say that. I think that's we fair. say that as uh, Justin Tucker's out there for the coin toss. Okay, that's the only good. Uh, unless left. you have Justin Tucker on your football team, you do not kick the ball. No, uh, Rodrigo, you were you just 
exemplified the reason why my dad made the kickers sleep Justin in the Tucker's a lot the shorter than I thought. I mean, Carson Wentz is 6'5". So six he's five? about six three. Yeah, Carson oh, Wentz is a huge, he's a huge human being. Man, damn, I, I'm 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 sleeping on Carson Wentz. Shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Chiefs Washington, our next game. Let's get back on track here. Um, this is not a this is not a bounce back game for Taylor Heineke. This is a bounce back game for the Chiefs. I think this might be the game that they hold a team under thirty points because mm. it's Taylor Heineke. It's Terry McLaurin though, and it's Antonio Gibson and. I'm not betting against the Chiefs here again another week. <laughs> I, I bet against them last week. It worked out for me. I bet I bet I bet against I I bet with them two weeks ago and it hurt me. But I'm gonna bet with them this week and I feel like it's it's a lock because yeah. Washington. What is this defense? I had so much hope. This this secondary is garbage. Absolute bondage. Outside of number ninety nine, I chase young kids. That they this this team is very very depleted on the defense side of football. I. I uh, I hate that I picked them to win the division because I wish going back that I would have had more faith in the Cowboys, yeah. which is very tough to me say. Too. Which is very tough to say. We we went through it deep dive last week. We, me too. I wish I would have had more faith in the Cowboys because my pick just lost four of its five offensive starters. Hey, <laughs> hey five. it's fine. It's or another fine. one of five. I mean, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a good time. Man, but I'm riding the Chiefs here. Yeah, it's I'm, a get back. Game. I'm going Chiefs because I think that they're they might lose three games in a row, but it wouldn't be to the football team as one of those three teams, unless it started them off. And if they hey, weren't uh, paying attention, but now the Chiefs have all their attention. They got to win every week. Hey, you want to talk about a freezing cold seat, Dan Snyder? John John Gruden and all this shit came out. Irvin Meyer and Dan Snyder are loving the fuck out of this because all the heat is off of them. Thank oh, thank God, so John Gruden. Yep. I mean, look, first of all, I'm not saying that anything he did was not good. It was all terrible shit. Don't get me wrong. But but Irvin Meyer, the biggest monkey off his back he's ever fucking had. He's like, okay, I can save the medical uh, medical implication for a later date. I yeah, don't have this, to use it this week. Yeah, be- because because the heat is off me. <laughs> As a, it's a crazy situation over there in Las Vegas, but uh, we'll get to that game coming up here. Uh, Vikings, Panthers, Carolina, they they hurt me the last two weeks. I do think that they're good, but Sam Darnold, we overhyped him the first three weeks. We overhyped him because number 22 wasn't on the field. That's not – Chris McCaffrey opens up so many avenues. People are forgetting about that. I, I've said it. There's a, there's a reason why Cam Newton was doable after Super Bowl 50 because of Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey makes any offense he touches that much better because of any, everything he can do. When he's out and injured like this, people key on Rondale Moore, or not Rondale Moore, DJ Moore, who has had a great start to the season because of Christian McCaffrey, and they had that dual threat. But Sam Darnold only has one guy on him, and teams are making him throw the ball. He didn't have to do that, and now here he is having to throw the ball and make plays with his arm, and he's not ready for that yet. I don't know if he's ready for that. I think I picked the Panthers in this game because Dalvin Cook didn't play last week, and he's probably questionable again this week. I'm going on the faith that neither team's going to have their stud running back, and Kirk Cousins versus Sam Darnold. I'm gonna give the edge to Kirk, not to Kirk Cousins, to Sam Darnold uh, slightly, only because of Joe Brady. I'm gonna, and they're at home, and that's the other reason. They're at home. The Vikings' pass defense sucks, so maybe Sam Darnold will look good better. again. 
I it's I'm, tough. I'm riding, tough. I'm riding the Vikings here because Alexander Mattinson looks really, really good against the Lions. He played really, really well last week. And then Kirk Cousins, look, we want to hate him about him not winning big games. They don't have a primetime game this year, so he doesn't have one to choke. These are all games that are stashed away under like the better games of the week because no one fucking watches the Lions and Vikings game. No one's going to watch this game. Why the fuck would you throw this game on? They're getting stashed underneath, and then Kirk Cousins, all he has to do is find Justin Jefferson and Adam feeling an open space that's true yeah it's so it's i'm a good situation I, yeah. for the vikings i'm going with yeah, i'm hammering i'm hammering the vikings on this one i have a little bit too much faith in uh, joe brady i think uh so we're split on that one as well this one this is going to be a big implicator on the record there's the a lot standings. of split ones this week too i think yeah, we're, we'll see who who ends up coming up on top but the next game we have chargers going to baltimore to take on the ravens who it looks like we're going to see them at least drive down and get a field goal because they're moving the ball pretty good in overtime on Monday Night Football. Uh, I didn't go with the Chargers last week. It hurt me. Eckler balled out. Did you start Eckler last oh, week? Absolutely. Yeah, I good. have. I, one of my leagues, I have Eckler and Nick Chubb. Oh, oh the fuck both. Oh, talk about. So that one was an easy. You, you got easy tub. Easy tub. Yeah, I, I didn't have to, to worry about. One. I didn't have to worry about that fantasy football score. I was like, oh, that's an easy dub. Hey, I thought they didn't play football in D two. Austin Eckler had three <laughs> touchdowns yesterday, two receiving. Or actually, it might have been two rushing and one receiving. 100 yards total, 50, 50 in the air, 60 on the ground. That guy. Talk, talk about an offense. About oh, by, before that, my, I didn't, don't mean to interrupt you. Western is in the top 25 in D2 now. They're 24. Oh, I can't that. even remember the last time that happened. But, hey. How about that? But, hey, when you think about this Chargers team, the weapons. It's the weapons to me. Like, think about an offense that lost Hunter Henry in free agency. Mike Williams is the number one receiver on this team. Keen Allen is arguably the number one receiver, but Mike Williams, that is Justin Herbert's best friend. <laughs> Justin Herbert brings a lot to this team, too. And Having a quarterback that's just not Phillip Rivers does a good does oh, a, lot a of good mobile quarterback? <laughs> a, a guy who could throw the ball more than 20, 20 yards? Who what? Thought? Yeah. Who, who would have thought? thought that that would have been great? And he's a big, like, six foot six, can throw the ball. As far as he's you got that pretty to, boy look, uh, he's got all the all the all the shindig with him. The, if the, he ha- if he was more blonde, he would be sunshine over Trevor Lawrence because he truly has that kind of. Aura both of them are, are it's it's the Spider Man meme basically over who wants to be sunshine. Yeah, he just needs a little bit longer. But this Chargers team, I'm still not sold. I know you aren't. I'm sold on the Ravens because look, they were getting their ass kicked by the Colts, but shit, they Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. That's like, like I, for some weird reason, people are put people. Well, I saw lists of top five quarterbacks in the league. People don't have Lamar Jackson on that list. What the fuck are we doing? They have obviously they have Mahomes, they have Herbert, they have they have Josh Allen, they have uh, uh, Burrow. Burrow. No, no, the on top five quarterbacks in the NFL right Under now. Under twenty five. No, no, no. In right? general, just okay. in general, in general. And they they have Stafford there, and then oh, who was the last? And they. And Probably the, Murray or somebody. And they have Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray and then the other and Lamar Jackson's not there. And I'm like, holy fuck, did we forget about who he is? Lamar Jackson is that good. The dude wins football games by himself. He's got the best winning percentage of the past three seasons since he took over. He's got I don't I, I don't know what the stats is on this Monday night football game, but I hope to God that they did not break this hundred yards rushing fucking record. Um but but Lamar Jackson is that dude. Legit is that dude. Uh, I can check that very sim- easily here. Uh, yeah, 
They had to throw the ball a lot, so I don't know if they could. They Actually, seven, 84 yards rushing. Oh, so. well, you got 16 yards. You better run the ball. Jim, come on, Jim, right? right. It's a record. You got to break the record, right? Uh-huh. Maybe they add more time on the clock because they need the record, right? Or you kick the field goal on purpose. This kick, is why kick the I was field goal surprised on purpose, right? you picked Baltimore because of – I knew oh, that you pisses, were going to be – Oh, it pisses me off that. still. But I'm not an idiot. I hate the Chargers more than I hate the Ravens. Yeah, I knew that you weren't sold on the Chargers. It, this is a prove-it game for me from Lamar Jackson, if you remember – what the team. fuck you mean? Prove it. Give the guys prove, prove that you can win from the pocket. Prove that you can uh, beat a very good team from the pocket. Well, yeah, beat a very good team. That's that's the essence there because he beat the Broncos from the pocket fucking all day. Yeah, I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying, day. I know. This is the year. He's proving it so far. They showed he's got, uh, I think it's like 50 points better on his QBR, and he's throwing the ball great. because so he has far. weapons. Yeah, he has his weapons. Receivers. And he's using them now. He's not really running quite as much. Everybody's doing the same thing to try and stop him. The Chargers were the first team to knock him out of the playoffs, and that was with Phillip Rivers. I was at is in Baltimore. I don't know. There's just a lot of things like if you prove to me that you can beat the Chargers, and the Chargers prove to me that they are still the Chargers, I'll stop. I'll stop I, picking them. I am betting with Lamar Jackson and Jim Harbaugh. I look. I love Brandon Staley though. I think Staley's a great coach. But he is, yeah, he's a good coach. I, I like don't think they're ready for this this show yet. Cardinals Browns the next the best game, game we have week. here yeah the best game of the probably week. Uh, and I don't know this this one is tough for me because yeah. Cardinals are fucking scorching they are scorching hot and but Cleveland Cleveland is is winning and Baker Mayfield looks good yeah he looks good this defense just did not show out last on Sunday and, and maybe it was an off week because Denzel Ward obviously went down with an injury and they're they're banged up in the secondary. But the Browns defense obviously is reliant on number ninety five, number ninety nine, Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. Well, Clowney was out too. Clowney was so that hurts them exactly. Game, so. so they're very very banged up. But I think getting them back helps them. Cardinals, I just look Rondell Moore, one of the sleepers this year getting drafted. A guy is a great number two yeah, and having the Conan, ha- having Conan the ar- arguably the great the best receiver in the game in DeAndre Hopkins and then th- pair him with Rondell Moore who's just doing Christian whatever Kirk he wants as well. Christian Kirk oh yeah and also your good old buddy AJ Green's having a good year too oh, fuck him I know you said fuck him but he's having a good year I would say James Conner and Edmonds are more of a factor in their success. E- either way and then their defense I, I, not, Isaiah Simmons, Isaiah be, Simmons, yeah. Chandler Jones, JJ Watt. You got, like I said, there's a reason why teams are trying to replicate what the Broncos did in 20 at the Super Bowl 50. Having two edge rushers makes life so much easier on people, so much easier. I don't know. I think the Ra- the Cardinals aren't going to go undefeated. And <laughs> you're I, just hoping for hoping that they the, aren't. I, I think you and you I've and the Miami cheering. Dolphins, right? Well, no, there's other teams. I think it's the Dolphins and the Falcons. I've proven are the two teams, and the Ravens just won. In Beautiful Marquise Brown, another touchdown to seal my fantasy football victory even more. There you go. Love but it. The Ravens will be four and one. The record record is br- not broken though. It tied. It's no, tied. Tied. Tied only, not broken. Um, but no, I think the Cardinals. I've been teetering on them being losing a game the past two weeks. This seems I'm confident if I'm going to pick them to lose, I'd like to pick the Browns or a team as good as the Browns that will beat them. So that's why I'm going Cleveland. Are you going I'm Arizona? going Cleveland too. I'm okay. going Cleveland too. We're both on the Browns in that one. Uh, but I think that's going to be the most entertaining game of the weekend. Unfortunately, it's at the same game as the same time as the Broncos game. So I mean, I'll be able to pay well, attention. No, no, no. Isn't, oh, no. The Sunday night football game is absolute ass. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Damn it. Uh, next up. Raiders Broncos. I called an audible. I uh, switched to the Broncos now that yeah, good idea. has been very good idea. Fired. Yeah. Very good idea. <laughs> fired. I will go with the Broncos beating the Raiders at home. If they don't 
Oh, if they don't, we're burning oh, no. it down, right? If yeah, they we're don't, burning yeah, it down. It's, we are. It's we are time to burn it down and, and it is. It, it is. Get break shop. Let's 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 throw in a, a fucking um um um. Who's the third string quarterback? Ripping. Let's throw ripping in at quarterback. Fuck it. Let's let's let Javon, let's let's cut Melvin Gordon. Let's trade. No, no, I'm not gonna say that. Trade Bradley Chubb to somebody for Aaron Rodgers. I don't give a fuck. Send the ship because if you can't beat the Raiders after losing your coach on a mo- uh, the on week the of, of the game, yeah. and and a team that looks as bad as they have, and they they forgot about Darren Waller for whatever reason. They forgot about him. Derek Carr is Derek Carr, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, he is. He's still that guy. So I think it's very very tough not to pick the Broncos here. And like I said, losing a coach that's as much of a control freak as Gruden the week of the game. That hurts. That's big time. Like they they're I don't know what the stats are on uh coaches that people teams that fire their coach and their win percentage the week after, but I would guess especially with Gruden who you paid 100 million. Also, not one single playoff appearance after paying him that 10 years 100 million by the way, which is music to my ears. I love it. And just and win, baby. Just win, baby. And and look good on Mark Davis on getting him out because all is the very thing is if all that's all that information is true then that's absolutely horrendous. So it's a good thing that that came out and that he did the right thing cuz the Raiders in the years past would have fucking let that shit under the rug so at least they're on top of that but the Raiders are the fucking Raiders and I have never ever I don't care the Broncos are 0-16 I'm never picking the Raiders against the Broncos ever alright we're both on the Broncos then it, it's not a situation where you never pick against the, the Bengals against the Steelers because you hate the Steelers that much I know my Broncos are that better much better of an organization than the, the Raiders yeah, you on the other hand the Steelers have had that much success in a lot of years so it's a little bit tougher we went over their three Hall of Fame head coaches in franchise history I, I understand you don't have, I, I get it I'm not as upset I've, I've come oh, to also, also now that I'm thinking about this Colts covered plus seven spread yeah, they did. <laughs> because yeah, of the overtime rules. They didn't kick the field goal in overtime. That's actually, that's actually kind of nuts. Wow. Hopefully you had the spread on the Colts because uh, that's crazy that they were able to still cover after blowing Because they don't kick the, the field goal at the yeah, end of the I game. Know. Yeah, I what, what the heck. Um, this one is – I'm interested to see what's going to happen with you. Cowboys, Patriots. Are you really that interested? Because I, it, I after am. the Patriots gave me a fucking death scare last okay, week, okay. I'm not picking against the Cowboys. I look. I said last year, Dak. Dak last year during the race season, Dak is that fucking dude. Dak is that dude. And the weapons he has, the amount of fun he's having, they are feeding Zeke, which I love because he's on one of my fantasy teams too. Also, don't sleep on Tony Pollard. Oh. By the way. Fu- Thunder it's, and, it's beautiful. thunder and lightning. It's beautiful because they give Zeke the touches in the red zone, so it works perfectly. So Tony Pollard gets the long runs, but Zeke gets the touchdowns. So you win. It's a win-win scenario. Well, it's truly thunder and lightning, but Zeke can still run. He's he's fast. This is Lendale White, Reggie Bush at, at SC. Tony Pollard is elusive. He's oh, slippery, yeah. and when he gets in the open field, nobody's tackling him one on one. And then Zeke. Zeke's a dude. Zeke's a beast. Beat Zeke. He's a big, big man. I gave. I don't like that he did the training in Cabo and the whole contract situation. And should they have paid him the money that they did? I probably. Probably, but after they signed a quarterback and and not had to go through the two years, because honestly, they wasted two years of Dak and Zeke with the whole contract negotiations and the injuries between the two of them and. And not being ready to go. This Cowboys team, knock on wood if you're a Cowboys fan, and if you're Mike McCarthy, smash a watermelon in the locker room, they seem focused. And this defense, Trayvon Diggs is the defensive player of the year right now. Mm -hmm. 
I look, we, best my, DB to come out of Alabama in the past two years. Five interceptions in four games. Yeah, I would say yes. Argue yes because the, the the right now, if, if I don't know what the lines are right now on defensive player of the year wise, but I would guess Trayvon Diggs is at the top of that list. I think he's he's the leader. In, in, in if those are plus odds, yep. you take that right now. What if you're listening to this right now, wherever you are watching it, listening to it, go check my bookie right now and go take those odds as. As you're listening, please, because those are the going to be the easiest odds ever. The dude has as many interceptions as we have football games right now. Yes, the dude is due for an interception every single week. And talk about a defense that we said, oh, this this the, their DBs are ass. This like last few years, oh, these guys aren't good. Defense is terrible. That's what's going to hold this team back. This defense is, is just balling out. Well, last I didn't expect that much of a turnaround that quickly because last year's defense for Dallas was, was bad, very was like very a bad. High school. JV high school defense, but this year Michael Parsons is that much of an impact player. Quandre Diggs is that much. Of They're an impact flying. Player. They're flying yeah. around. That, that's the Parsons effect because Parsons is all around Just the field. Fast, man. <laughs> like, like so they, fast, scares the crap out. And that's what you got to. And that's what you got to play as a defense. Play fast. Play fire around, and, and that's what exactly what the Cowboys do. They are playing without a worry and just doing whatever they want. Honestly, I think Michael Parsons would be a hell of a Mike linebacker, but as an offensive lineman, just I've as a. As an, as an offensive line coach, I try and watch guys. I have yet to find somebody who can come up with a strategy to pass block Michael Parsons. Because if you set for his speed, which you have to because he's that fast, it ain't going to go well because nope. he can bull rush you or move back to the ins. He's so quick and agile, too. It's not just straight line speed. It's not DK Metcalf. He can move side to side. He's honestly, he's it, as an offensive lineman, selfishly, he's my pick for defensive rookie of the year. Pro- he might he probably is. He might get it right because now. he's on the Cowboys. Um, but no, Parsons is that dude. I think Parsons is the X factor for that Cowboys defense and Diggs as well. But they got things rolling. We're both on the Cowboys against Patriots. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit too close for comfort for me well, last yeah, week. A little bit. That should have been the blowout game, and it wasn't. Um, so we're both on the Cowboys. Sunday night football. Seahawks at the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger versus Geno Smith. Oh, man, what a great Sunday night football game. Geno Smith was the quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good old Russell Wilson with a broken finger. Are you still riding this pick? Because I want to tell you what I'm going with because I'm going with the Steelers because their defense is going to wreak havoc on Geno Smith. Geno Smith played well on, on, was it Thursday night football? He got the team within range. I am not betting with Geno Smith. And look, all the analysts are fucking over-hyping the fuck out of Geno. They're like, you know what? There are 15 football teams out there right now that wishes they had Geno Smith their football team. I'm sorry. He is not who you think he is. That might be a reach. That is a little bit of a reach. You're forgetting that Geno Smith is the same motherfucker that led the Jets to a fucking 2-14 season. And, and got, got punched Sam out by his own receiver in the locker room. <laughs> like, the, Broke his jaw. Yeah, y'all. There's a reason why the Rams struggled against Geno Smith because they didn't fucking they didn't they didn't uh, 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 prepare for him. They didn't prepare for him. They prepared for Russell Wilson to sit in the fucking pocket, and and then the good old Aaron Donald with the one of the oh grossest finger injuries I've ever seen, and that finger going the absolute opposite direction. Seahawks maybe for a free fall here, and I don't care if Juju's out for the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger only has to give the ball to number twenty two. And let him do whatever the hell he wants. Fuck the Steelers. I'm going to Seahawks. <laughs> cool. 
You're betting with Geno Smith. The Steelers. Well, I'm not betting Geno Smith. Smith. This is this is one of those weeks where I don't have to pick the Steelers, and I feel confident that I could still do decent. So I wish they flopped the Sunday night football and the Monday night football game because the Monday night football game we don't really get to watch because obviously we record on Mondays. So I was hoping that was a Sunday night football game, but shit, now nah, I have to fucking watch this shit show. Well, well, now we we moved places back, so we'll be able to actually watch portions of the game on Monday night, which Monday night football. I love tight. this. Bills this, tight. This is this is this is the little giddy boy inside of me. I am a Broncos fan, diehard Broncos fan. But obviously, you see me wearing a Titans jersey. I have play, I have players I love watching. I love watching Derrick Henry, and boy, do I love watching Josh Allen. This is going to be a game that I'm riding the Bills 100, percent 100 percent because the Titans lost the fucking Jets two weeks ago, and I'm not letting that sleep my mind. So. I think the Bills have it going still. I think the Titans will have a get-back game here soon. They dominated the Jacksonville team, which they should have. So Titans have have some room to grow, but I'm hammering Buffalo because I love what they're doing offensively. And good old Manor Sanders, loved Mile High Salute Kid, and he's balling out for them. I'm going, this defense, oh, my God, Jordan Boyer and Micah Hyde. Yes, their defense, me up. one of the best safety tandems in the NFL. Well, you probably say. the best DB room in the NFL right now, yeah. I would say. And Davis uh, White, oh. White out on the outsides too. The Titans, I love Taylor Luan. I love busting with the boys. This is Buffalo's game to lose, and I don't think that they're going to. Uh, Titans are still – I think the Titans are still in a good spot to win the South. Obviously, the Colts losing helps them. Well, because the rest being, of the division yeah, Jackson, sucks. It's, you're, <laughs> you don't win you're the division. You're the prettiest <laughs> pig at the fair. That's what we'll say. Yeah. Um, that was the worst division in football probably. Yes, yeah. Or the I, NFC East. East. Right, if you're one and two right there. Because I would argue say the Cowboys are better than any team out of the, either of those divisions. Probably. But, but the Titans are, like I said, the Titans have had a tough schedule, but you lose the fucking Jets two weeks ago, and you, luckily you got back with Jacksonville. But you're just just don't forget one thing, Rabel, whoever the offense coordinator is, now, now Arthur Smith is gone. Just give the ball to Derrick Henry, and all your worries will go away. That's all you have to do. If you're going to beat uh, – you're starting to – Josh Allen's at the point where if you're going to beat him, eat the clock. Oh, eat Keep the him fuck off the clock. Derrick Henry, you should win the time – if the Tennessee Titans have any chance of this football game, you should win the time of possession by 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the only shot you have this football game. Football game Because your defense isn't going to be able to contain the Buffalo offense. It's not. No. But your offense can, can can slow the game down enough where where Josh Allen isn't scoring as much points. He only gets time to score thirty points instead, instead of, of fifty or forty five. Yeah. It's it's a it's a good matchup. Uh, before we get to uh, plug in the Twitter one more time, bye weeks because we have our first set of bye weeks this week. Atlanta, the Jets, New Orleans, and San Francisco are all off this weekend, so early buys. For the 17 game season, I'm interested That's to see how sucked. people. Yeah, it sucks. But all I'm four to see of how these teams. teams are, I don't think any of these four teams will be seeing in the postseason, anyways. San Francisco, San maybe. San Francisco might be. But that division is just fucking insane. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where you run into. They got to write themselves quick, but hey. Bye week couldn't have come at a better time because Trey Lance is beat up, Jimmy Garoppolo's beat yeah. up. You still got to figure out. Beat yeah. up. You're still figuring out who your team is going to be when you come back. But uh, be sure to vote in the Twitter polls. They come out Thursday night. We have the Thursday night football game, obviously. And be sure to bet if you're betting on NFL games. You got to bet with MyBookie.ag. Use our promo code Bench when you sign up, and you'll double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. And uh, if you didn't get in on the Vegas Knights and the Seattle Kraken, if any team scores, it's plus one hundred. Don't worry. There's great odds. 
odds all throughout this Sunday slate of NFL games with mybookie.ag. Be sure to vote in our Twitter poll at FEOTB pod and keep up with the bench warmer score. See if you can beat Nico and I. Because right now we're both I'm uh, scorching hot. Let's just run, say that. well, Nico's running away with it for me, but we're both running away from it with you guys. So you guys got to keep up. That's uh, this week's pick'em for FEOTB Pod. From the pick'em, now we get to go to what's brewing. Presented by our friends at the High Alpine Brewing Company. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at High Alpine Brew. If you're checking out the 24th ranked Mountaineers out in Gunnison, if you're going to go down to a game, head over to High Alpine Brewing Company afterwards and get a nice beer and some pizza. Uh, and celebrate a big win. Hopefully the Mountaineers keep going the way that they have been. I'm going to let you start what's brewing because mine is a little bit more upbeat. And we learned a couple weeks ago we should probably talk about this segment before we go. But what's brewing in your world presented by the High Alpine Brewing Company? I'm going to talk about the biggest sports story no one's talking about. This One of the biggest, obviously, scandals that we've seen healthcare-wise in sports in a while. So the NBA came out, obviously – 18 NBA, former NBA players, the likes of Glenn Davis, Tony Allen, um, um, Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles, to name a few, all have come. There is an ongoing investigation that they stole $4 million in fraudulent health care pro- providers, saying that they, that they went to the doctor for certain things and got compensated for not doing those things. Saying, okay, you know what? I need a massage because my back is sore. Well, not going to the massage and getting the compensation in return. Wow. Eighteen players and four million dollars worth of money. This is this this may have a snowball effect not only for the NBA but many different leagues because for players that obviously are banged up or injury, there's going to be now second looks at possible things. Players who already maybe make it maybe tough to get to get health or or that may get the proper treatment, now it's going to be absolutely washed away to the side because 18 players decided that, well, you know what, let's try to make some more cash and, and put healthcare things down that we didn't we didn't ever take. And $4 million worth of healthcare too is just absolutely insane. And to think that this happened in the NBA, which shouldn't come as a surprise, come as a surprise to the list of people that are on there considering glenn baby davis isn't the most loyal person out there um but this 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 is a huge story that people aren't necessarily talking because obviously there's a lot more other shit going on the nba is just starting but this right now could have ripple effects throughout all sports well i mean you go both ways either the leagues start to get stricter about proving you need the medical medical uh procedures and the players just decide it's not worth the hassle, so they don't do it, get more injured. Or you have guys that truthfully need this kind of stuff, and you can't go outside of the team. There's already been that kind of debate, especially in the NFL, as to guys going to the team doctor and getting diagnosed in favor of the team and not necessarily true diagnosis. Now you're seeing guys fuck the system the other way. I didn't know this was going on. I Obviously, I missed. The only reason why I know this is because I listened to one of the podcasts from the people that are in the scandal. Yeah, there, so. there you go. So that's it's it's crazy that this hasn't been a bigger thing. Obviously, uh, when the the sanctions come out and they figure out what's going on, I think they'll probably reintroduce the story. And when the NBA season is actually live, and one of the people that obviously spoke about it too was Shannon Sharp, but he said it best. He was like, you know what? There's going to be people now that have head trauma, have head injuries that aren't going to get the treatment because you're not going to be able to test it necessarily, and then they're not going to get the treatment because people are just blowing it off. 
And that's where you run into problems with play- people who have post-traumatic stress from after they're pl- done playing, especially football, especially ba- not basketball necessarily, but hockey, sports like that. People, t- t- Players are not going to be able to get the things they need, and then we're going to be running into more problems because people are trying to beat the system. Yeah, it's, it's that's one. Of, that's probably my first. What's brewing? That's been on the downslope, not the good sides. But I mean, like I said, I think it's wild that this isn't really talked about as much right now. But once everything comes out, this is going to be a story that you're going to keep your eye on. I'm interested to see what the NBA and what the other leagues decide to do with that because that's that's not just affecting these guys involved in the scandal. That's affecting sports Current in general, players and and yeah. everybody that is around that situation. Well, uh, for my what's brewing. Uh, my QB, like I mentioned, is a lineman and quarterback's body. I knew it. He kind of knew it since the 20, I think it was the 2019 Fiesta Bowl going because they played the 2019 season and won the national championship in 2020 um, early on that year. But Joe Burrow threw a pick against UCF and got absolutely leveled by the nose guard trying to chase down the the, the guy running back the, the pick six. Didn't throw another interception. Ended up finishing that game with five touchdowns. This guy, he's like Rocky. If he gets hit in the head 15 times, he's going to hit you back harder. So you better hope you kill him with the first shot you got. Or you break his leg. Or, yeah, or you snap his leg in half and have his guard roll up on his knee and and everything like that. Mark on wood, hopefully that doesn't happen, Jimmy, but shit. I know. The throw contusion already has me worried. That's what we're talking about. That's an injury you play through. You yeah, you wear you wear a neck brace like you know the fullbacks do and fuck it just just I, is there a front neck brace? I don't know. Honestly, I think the back neck brace kind of like stabilizes it though the front. So fuck it, Joe Burrow comes out with a, one of those the neck braces that where fullbacks wear. I am automatically buying a Joe Burrow jersey. I know you got one on. I got two but of them. Fuck it, I, I will, got two I will, of them now. I will yeah. ride the. He he becomes a collared Joe. Oh. Oh, I love it. Tra- takes the lineman adage to the next level. I love it. He's my franchise quarterback. He scares the shit out of me, but I wouldn't have it any other way right now. So that's What's Brewing, presented by our friends at the High Alpine Brewing Company. We go from What's Brewing now to What's in My Book, presented by our sponsors, MyBookie.ag. Create your account today and use our promo code BENCH, B-E-N-C-H, and you'll double your first deposit up to $1,000. MyBookie.ag, when you sign up, use promo code BENCH and double your money to uh, get in on the action with us. I've uh, I hit a little bit of a cold streak. I think I'm due, hopefully, this week, which, which makes me a little bit more safe in my picks. But honestly, now that I'm putting money on it, I'm a little bit... It takes me longer it's, to find lines. Yeah, it, it, you have your red hot, and then you're like, "Oh man, I, I, you, I can't lose." Yeah, lost, lost, yeah, lost, yeah, lost, yeah. lost. Oh, you have those weeks. You have those. I weeks. lost before I even woke up. Come on now. Um, but no, what's in my book? And uh, these are all my bookie lines. So mybookie.ag. I got my first one: Oklahoma State plus five. Um, and I forgot exact. They're plus five this weekend. I believe they're playing uh, Texas. TCU, yeah, they're playing TCU this weekend. They're plus five at minus 105. They're undefeated. It's weird that they're the underdog in this situation, I think. But I like the uh, Cowboys, what they've been doing so far, and they're a classic Big 12 team. They don't play a whole bunch of defense. Their offense is damn good, and their offense will score a ton of points. I'm just going to confirm that I have the their matchup down right because I'm not quite sure. Um, for the upcoming week. But I like Oklahoma plus five. It's a good cover. I think they could honestly win this game and win it pretty handedly. Um, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, come on now. Here we go. Texas, yeah, Texas. I think they beat Texas this week. Uh, after Texas, what Texas did last week? Yes. 
right. That's that's one of the games people are sleeping on. I think, I think uh, that's why I'm taking the spread, game. not the money line. Kay. Plus five plus five against Texas. I don't think that either team if, I think Oklahoma State other, is, yeah. wins big or I think it's a close game that Oklahoma State could win or they're gonna lose by less than five. That's five is more comfortable for me than the three and a half that you took last week. That's 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 fair. All right, I'll I'll match that with my first college football bet of the week. This one I looked at the line and I'm like, wait, is this correct? Is, hold on, is, is is that what I think it is? BYU, what do you think the odds are against Baylor right now? They're I know they're uh, underdog. I think plus, it's plus six. Plus six? Plus six. I was blown away. Look, BYU lost this week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the but they're still 19th team in the country. And a plus six underdog against Baylor, a minus 110. Oh, I am hammering the heck out of this, man. This is – I'm not going to sit here and act like BYU is all that. But Baylor, without without Matt Rule, is not all that either. Uh, Baylor's undefeated this year, but BYU – if BYU Baylor's beats undefeated? Boise, yeah, Baylor's undefeated this year. I don't Why think, are they not ranked? Because uh, they didn't start the season ranked. They had a tough 2020 season, oh. so they didn't come into the season ranked. They're going to get well, maybe there. Maybe I'm they, an idiot. No, I, I don't think you are because if BYU beats Boise this past weekend, BYU's in the top five because they would be undefeated and they've played a couple of the ranked teams. Uh, BYU is on track for a great season. I watched that game, uh, and I was surprised. Brock Meyer, the quarterback for Boise, and that's also Boise's first win against a top ten opponent since two thousand uh, on the road. Is that since the the Fiesta? No, because no, that was a neutral site game, so they don't oh, count it as a road okay. game. If I believe it was Fresno State, believe it or not, oh, okay. was ranked in the top ten in two thousand one. That's Boise even wilder. Beat them in Fresno. Oh yeah, <laughs> they played the highlight from it, and it was on an old standard AV TV with no HD. <laughs> I was like, oh. barely with color on the screen. Yeah, I was like, uh, fix the tint, guy. Uh, fix the tint. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're too you're young. Too young. Uh, you're too young. You probably shouldn't be listening to this, but we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, my next line that I got: Miami plus seven at North Carolina. You don't trust Sam Howell? No. <laughs> I trusted him at the beginning of the season. Talk, he fucked me week one. Talk about another guy that draft stock is plummeting. Yeah. He was gonna, he was the second-rated quarterback in this draft Outside class. of Rattler. Also, everybody was saying, I was also saying, I think Mac Jones is a great college coach. Uh, he's a great college coach at a place like Texas where they put all of their money into the football program. Yeah, you have no, to split money with the basketball. It's team. not even splitting money either. It's like 75-25. <laughs> I hate to might, tell you that. They give more money to lacrosse and baseball in North Carolina than the football Yeah, team. I hate to tell you. The football team does not, is not 50-50. <laughs> Their wrestling team even is pretty good. They win the ACC every year in wrestling now too. I like Miami. I think that they're better than what they've yeah, they're, shown. They've they're, had a tough schedule. Yeah, they their king has not played as well as you would think. He has, but like I said, he started the season at Alabama. He hasn't had a get right. That's like a curse. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 a burden for bad news. He hasn't had a get right game. This might be the get right game. At least they get a seven point spread. I don't think North Carolina is going to beat them that bad. But also, I put in my notes: UNC is schizophrenic. So they yeah. might be national champions this weekend. That's true. That's and true. I might have just screwed myself, but I like Miami plus seven. Plus, you want to talk about schizophrenic teams? My next one, Syracuse plus 14 against Clemson was, at home. I was close to that I am too. taking this yeah. one. This one is has got has got uh, Clemson what the fuck all over it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Clemson is that 14 points better than Syracuse. Wild, yes, wild to say this. I don't think they're 14 points better than Syracuse at home. With at, Syracuse at home too. If it was in Clemson, I probably would have taken plus minus 14 for Clemson. But 
but on the road, <laughs> I'm sorry, DJ. I don't even need to say the last name because you're not even worth it. Oh. Is is not not it? And he he was also another guy who's. I mean, this year, all it's been a tough year for it's college football year quarterbacks. For college quarterbacks. <laughs> and then you look at Matt, a guy like Matt Corral who's just throwing up video game. Future Denver Bronco Matt Corral. Sorry, I, I'm gonna keep putting Honestly, it in there. Honestly, you guys might be drafting too high to draft Matt Corral. That's true, because <laughs> I love the kid and he's got his draft stock going up. I, I think he's a mid to late first round pick. Well, that's where we could be. Our schedule could, isn't the great. It could, could be. be. Could be the ten to 50, twenty range. We could be in it, there. It could be. We'll see. Um, no, I was very close to taking that. Game I'm as taking well. that this one. is the best Syracuse team that they've had in a few years. And remember. Syracuse has given Clemson trouble in the past with Deshaun Watson, especially in the Dome, because those future journalists love their school so oh, much. They do. <laughs> the Syracuse Orange men might be able to take at least the spread against Clemson. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think they, they might. Win. Fu- well, I don't they think might they fuck win. around and, and win, but plus fourteen, plus fourteen, very nice. You you have a lot of room before you start sweating. Uh, my last one, and I'm interested to see what you think of this. My bookie has the Nuggets at plus eighteen hundred to win the NBA championship. I, I want it to happen. I want that, mm-hmm. but I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready to throw money on I that I didn't yet. think so. I'm not ready for that money yet. I wasn't going to say any of the if, other if, teams, if, if there's odds to throw money on and make it to the finals, I would rather take that. They didn't have But they don't have that really right now. To win the NBA finals, I am not ready yet. Milwaukee was plus 980. I think fourth best odds. and uh, uh, I think Lakers probably have the first. The Nets probably have second, if I'm guessing. I think it might have been Nets then Lakers. But the, Lakers net, the Nets one. have the whole shit show with Kyrie. <laughs> so the, their their stock is Honestly, dropping. Honestly, when you said fraudulent NBA players, I thought you meant like guys that had fake vaccine cards. Oh, That's where I was too. going, not that they were embezzling $4 million Also, in Ben Simmons, so you get small little NBA talk here. Ben Simmons is in Philadelphia. I can't wait till the reception he gets. He's going to be booed mercilessly. That is going to be so tough. It ain't going to be pretty. I'm trying to find Yeah, her. I don't hate the Nuggets plus 18. Obviously, I want to have. NBA championship odds. Here but we go. it's going to take Jamal Murray to be back to where he was before getting injured. Yeah. And coming back from ACL surgery, you know it's tough. Like it's it's not easy, especially in the NBA. So it's going to it's going to take some growing pains, but I mean, Easy's I want it to be, happen. Yeah, I think honestly that's probably going to be what doesn't make this happen. He's gonna do they have do they have rookie of the year odds? NBA rookie of the year odds. Mm. If they do, hammer busy. Ha- hammer bones. Bones is fucking winning this shit. I'm calling it now. Specials. I don't know if they have it, but Bones is going to get playtime this year. And, dude, I, I don't know. I, I think some other apps probably do it, do have it right now. But rookie of the year odds, Bones Highland. If he gets playtime a lot, which there's a chance he does. The dude is special. That preseason game, look, I went to fucking two preseason games last week. And the Avs won and Nuggets won back-to-back. Nice, beautiful. Beat, love being back at ball. But watching, watching freaking Bones play – Dude had 18 points one quarter. Yes, it's against Minnesota Scrubs. But the dude has balls of steel, and I am all over the Bones hype train. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, I'm going to a Nuggets and Avalanche game as well. I'm going to the Avs game this Saturday and the Nuggets next week. Like I said, when the Broncos are struggling, you got something to rely on. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not baseball season, so we can actually see some wins. And we're gonna have, and we'll have the can't loot. We'll have the ride the slow parlay soon, but the mile high parlay going to be probably in effect sometime sometime this year too. Because pro- I don't know how many games Nuggets and Avs have overlapping, but there's a chance we might have Nuggets. Avs and Broncos one one day, so you could hit that. My last one, I have Rams minus ten and a half versus Giants. Giants, if they have Mike Lennon out there, which is a very good chance they do. If you have no Sterling Shepard, no Saquon, no Kenny Galladay, 
this team isn't scoring more than 10 points. Yeah. <laughs> Minus 10 and a half is a very, very reasonable spread. Against a Rams defense, is this good? It this could probably be higher. It could be a lot higher. So I'm hammering my and a half. Yeah, and now uh, we get to get into our ride the slope parlay. Are we? We are down zero three. We are zero three. I'm gonna let you wear them. Screw it. Okay, I'll let go. you wear them. We'll try a different juju. Minus ten and a half spread. Jimmy, we're riding this slope this week. I know it is. So minus ten and a half. That's coming from a guy with a shoot, huge my, head. My ride the slope. <laughs> Easy. I'm, we're changing up this week. We're going hockey. Because hockey is back. Don't you know it? We're riding the hockey ride the slope this week. My first one, easy. Going to cash this motherfucker out. You better take this one, too. Avs minus one and a half against Chicago opening night on Wednesday. Obviously, all these are on Wednesday night is games. Is Flurry? Is Flurry starting? It is against Flurry. Flurry's on my hot fantasy team. Oh, shit. So maybe that's not a good thing. Oh, we'll see. Okay, so I'm here. only starting because I have Varlamov, and the other guy that I have is also out for now. That's true. Those That's are true. my bench goalies. I don't know how you last with fantasy hockey. Uh, the first game hasn't even started yet. I'm exhausted. That's fair. Okay, so that's my easy part. Of, that's my my easy green green one green slope. You can take that one. I know the you can. The bunny slope. Yeah. The bunny slope. You can ride your ass down the mountain. Pizza, French fry. Yep. Pizza, French fry. Medium. We're going Leafs minus one and a half over Montreal plus one fifty. This is this is a little bit of a tough one. Plus one fifty is good. Without Carey Price too. Carey Price is I don't know if he's injured or something's uh, going. He, he has some mental health. Mental health things. So, no carry price, minus one and a half, Montreal, or not Montreal, against Montreal, Toronto. I love me some Austin Matthews. He's going to be Captain USA. Also, Team USA came out with the first four, or first three. It's Kane, um, um, Matthews, and oh, it might be Duncan Keith. Oh, no, Duncan Keith is good. He's a, de- he's a oh, defenseman, too, last isn't he? It's some defenseman. I forgot who the it's last It's not good is. because we could name all four starting lines for the Canadian, Canadian. team because they're all four <laughs> it's starters. It's very tough to name the starting yeah. lines for the U.S. I'm not even worried. Also, I was more worried about the Avs first rotations that we saw earlier today, by the way. EJ, Bowen, Byram, second pairing. I don't mind it. Second pairing on, on defense. <laughs> I don't mind it. Behind Sam Gerrard and Tay and, and McCarr. I don't know about that pairing because I think Taves and, uh, Taves and, Taves Taves and McCarr work better well, together, yeah. but I think Taves is injured. Yeah, and then they'll throw EJ back with Gerard. But Byram, I, I mean, I fuck it, I'll, I'll, I'll hype with that. Honestly, they moved the uh, Comfort to winger too. They put Comfort on a on a nasty third line with a <laughs> the, couple other the third line with Newhook, Comfort, and was it uh, Ranta? Yeah, that mother- oh. Oh, that's a good third line. Oh, that is boy. gorgeous. We're ready for hockey season oh, if you can't tell. And then, and then my difficult parlay, this is going to be a tough one. I know because of the two teams are playing, but Canucks and Oilers minus six and a half goals. Yes, I know McFucking Nasty over there, McDavid. You remember is, that they didn't bring goalies to hockey season I, last year I know in Canada, they, right? I, I know they didn't. But minus six and a half, I don't know why, but I got a feeling with this one that it's going to hit because it's it's a weird one. The Canucks are, are got decent goaltending with, with Holtby. Or I don't think it's Holby. It's it's somebody else. Who the fuck is it? It wasn't good last year, so I don't know. I know it wasn't very good, and I know the Oilers' goaltending isn't very good either. But you know what? We're gonna ride with it. That's why it's the difficult region. Take some of these alone, and then if you want to go the extremely difficult route, you take all three at plus eighty eight thirty one, and you win ten dollars eighty three dollars. Well, I guarantee the Avs win. Yeah. Probably going to lose that one. Guarantee the Leafs win. And when you win in hockey, it's always good. If you're confident in your team to win a hockey game, always take minus one and a half because the empty nerves fucking get you at the end of the game. Always do. And then you have the the, the difficult one is it's probably going to lose this week. But I have the different mojo. You were in the goggles this week. So all all together plus 831, I'm taking it. All right. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll be okay with that. I don't mind that too much. 
as we had to see, the Red Sox did clinch the ALDS over the race. So the Red Sox are moving on. Uh, we get to wrap up episode 61. I forgot to say that, by the way. Episode 61, 61 on the far end of the bench this week. Uh, player and play of the week. Uh, who do you got for player of the week? Player of the week, I'm going with a guy that I'm going to have to see for a lot of years, and that's Justin Herbert. Five total TDs, 180-plus yards. The dude, that game against the, Char- against the Browns, Charger Browns, that was had all of that in a cup of tea. That was one of the most fun games of the season by far. If it wasn't for a wild football weekend in general, considering all of college football, everything that happened on Sunday with the NFL, that game was just unreal. And then Justin Herbert just came out bold. Yeah, my player of the week, Jamar Chase. It's a guy that I was ready to cut two weeks ago because of the dropsies. I, he's figured it out, it seems like. Six receptions, 159, a 70-yard TD catch. The play after Burrow went out with his throat contusion, came back in and threw a 70-yard TD to Jamar Chase. He's also being covered by the number one corner of the other teams. He's a rookie. He's in his sixth game, going to be in his fifth or fifth game in the NFL, and he's getting number one corner attention. He's a, he's a dog. He's and, good. And also, one other add-in, one other beat of the week. Every single week, take Jamar Chase to score a touchdown. The dude's five for five, isn't it? Or yeah, is it is. something stupid like that? He might have missed. I think he probably so he actually he got a league. touchdown in the Bears game. So I think he's scored a touchdown in every game. Yeah, so he's five for five. Yeah. Or, or so what? And he's got yeah, two, a couple. He got two this past weekend. He's got another. I think the Jags game he had two as well. That's what I'm saying. At some point, the streak's going to die, and you better ride the streak while you can. Honestly, I don't know because those two, they said, like, they're pretty much a married couple. They don't have to speak. They just <laughs> they just look at each other, and yeah. they know what they're doing. So, And uh, to have that this young in their career, that is. And just spread out <laughs> the money evenly so we keep both of them. If we have both of them and. You know, this is T. Higgins this, or Tyler Boyd. I'm good. This is Carson Palmer and Chad Ochocinco on steroids. Yeah, if more, <laughs> way steroids. more talented. <laughs> Carson Palmer and Chad Ochocinco. Uh, play of the week. My play of the week. Boxing. Tyson Fury's KO of the biggest crybaby in all of boxing so far. Deontay Wilder. I'm just upset he didn't do it before the seventh round because it would have been nice to win that bet. I'll take that. I'll take him shutting the I, I mouth. I just there. There's. Well, we're, we're, we don't know. Look, boxing is fucking dead now. It's dead now. Tyson Fury doesn't have another big-time fight for another five years. And he, if he fights Ulcic, honestly, there's a good chance that Ulcic wins, which and, then boxing is like, oh, fuck. And, we got a Ukrainian heavyweight champion. And, and I know you like to give shit to, to, to Wilder, but he's the second-best boxer in the world. Jo- he would whoop the shit no, out of Joshua. Wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't touch that, Joshua. That, that, that fight... <laughs> If I see the same Joshua that fucking faced Olsik, and I see the Wilder that fought against Fury on Saturday night, I am taking Wilder Here's 10 times Here's what you're missing. Olsik is a gold medal level oh, boxer. Oh, I'm not saying Olsik isn't that great. Olsik's 10 times the boxer Deontay Wilder is. Anthony Joshua decides if he wants to show up whether or not uh, if his bookie has fucking money on him or not. It probably, but I do. Do we want, want me to bring, bring up Andy Ruiz? No, we can bring up Andy Ruiz. I'm just, I'm still going to say Tyson I would, Fury, number one. Probably Olsik number two. I would go Anthony Joshua, baby Luis Ortiz, because Luis Ortiz almost beat Deontay Wilder twice. I would, I, I, I'm gonna say I, I don't give a fuck about boxing because obviously it's a shit show nowadays. But I would argue and say Wilder, if Wilder fights every single fight like he does Saturday, because he gave Fury a run for his money, and and you, and you cannot say that. Wilder didn't come to fucking play because the dude got knocked down more oh, times much, or not. Much more than the first or the first second two, fight the first two, him. absolutely. But he still only won two rounds against. That's Tyson probably Fury. the domination of fucking Tyson Fury more than it is Wilder, in my opinion. 
It could be, but I just – he's a puncher. That's all he was. He was never a good boxer. He just had the deadliest hands in boxing until Tyson Fury came along. And he's like, uh-huh. I'm a fucking gypsy. You can hit me as hard as you want. I'm not going to go unless I'm dead. That's yeah. it. I, I, uh, he also raved. He was at a rave the following night. Tyson uh, the, the same oh, the night. night. Okay, the night. night of the fight. Oh, that was like three hours after Just boxed 11, 11 rounds, got a knockout against the hardest hitter in the world in Deontay Wilder, and then he's out at a rave. Uh, probably not good with the, for his CTE, but, hey, he had mental health issues already. He's probably just enjoying the ride now. Yeah. Who's your uh, play of the week? My play of the week, I've already mentioned here, Josh Allen's hurdle. I love to go to Josh Allen hurdle. That was gorgeous. But this is going to pay me. I'm going Chris Taylor's walk-off because it won me money. I took the Dodgers minus one and a half in the wild card game. I was shitting bricks. I was like, fuck. Because bottom of the ninth, I'm like, fuck. Well, Chris Taylor just needs a single. His guy on second, and I lose my money. Backdoor cover, baby. Chris Taylor. I, I literally yelled, and I cheered for the Dodgers, which is very hard to find because I won 80 bucks on this motherfucker hitting the ball out of the park. And I was going nuts. I was like, oh, God. I, I was like, I was sitting there at the end of the bed like, man, he's just going to get a single here. Chris Taylor doesn't really get home runs. It's it's They're only going to win by one, and I lose my money. Motherfucker hits one yard, and he knows it right away. And I go, go, ball, go, go. And I, lo- oh, I was, I, I checked my account right away. I was like, oh, gorgeous. You money can put account. it on the board. Yes. Uh, the Yankees aren't in the World Series, but I could still quote their, quote their announcer. That's his home run uh, call. That was a good game, honestly. The the Red Sox and, and Rays game five. Yeah, because, I, or game or four. Poor poor Rays, man. I feel yeah. bad for them. It's they probably got screwed. They probably did. All right, let's uh, bring everybody home. You can follow the podcast at FUOTB Pod uh, on social media. Be sure to follow on your favorite podcasting platform as well. We're still, if you guys leave five star ratings with the reviews, we'll read them online. We're taking fan base applications for my brother Dom. So at F-E-O-T-B pod, at Don Pilato, at Dago Express. For oh, if, we're, if we're still betting on preseason games, maybe you should be a Raven, Ravens fan. Yeah, well, honestly, that, that could possibly. Ravens, be sure to get a good fan base application out there. Uh, we'll, be, we'll, we'll retweet the best ones, and uh, maybe we'll get Dom to leave the Jets. Honestly, I don't know. He, deserves he, he might just stick with them out of spite at this point. He deserves uh, better. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, check out the new YouTube series we have with our top 10 rankings each week. I did our first one for week seven. Nico will do next week, week eight. Uh, and man, 61 episodes. It's it's been wild so far. We're growing each week, which is great to see. And uh, be sure to check out our sponsor, mybookie.ag. Fo- follow us on Insta too. We've gained a lot of followers on Twitter, but go to Insta at FEOTVPod. Same exact thing. We post all the same content, both pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you see us tweeting about every single sporting event, about whatever on Twitter. Well, if you want to see the the promotional tweets, we have it's Jamie's birthday this week, so I have something special for you. You'll you'll, you'll I think you'll really oh, enjoy. Boy coming friday and then um obviously we have a lot of halloween stuff so i may i may post something because i might be joker probably with 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 the joker costume with a joker's jersey you never know i'm being shaggy maybe i may be may throw some peaky blinders shit coming may see some you know it's spooky season we got we gotta get a little bit spook in here we have every single sport happening right now so we can't really get a whole lot into the spook season but we got a lot of shit going on no be sure we're we're having a ton of fun be sure to become a full bench warmer follow us on twitter instagram tiktok and subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, we'll continue to grow with the community and everything like that but 
for episode 61 of the Far End of the Bench podcast. For myself, Jimmy Pilato, my co-host, Nico Bryant, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. This is the blues I'm playing. Yes, it's a final thing. When the night is cold and lonely. This is a dollar belt. Was it the money that made me a savage? Popping them pipes and I made it a habit. Towing them pistols and serving them addicts. That was exciting to me. I'm so excited to be.